What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, man. A long night for me. My voice is kind of gone. I was cheering on the Raiders, and yes, I'll cover what happened to them. I know everybody saw what happened there and i see some super chats have already acknowledged the fact that you guys are going to tease me about their performance but it is what it is all right shout out to the coach gang hey man you in here with the bruce wayne it is ish the king of kings the king of content and the speaker of truth yours truly the notorious one the great coach alini and the prognosticator coach adamas you are back in here in the desert store bunker with the free agent lifestyle podcast and this is a podcast don't tell me to get to the point Anyway, we will talk about a couple of things here. This show does not promote hate nor harm of any person of any gender, relationship status, race, or class. I don't care about any of those things, more class than anything. And uh, viewer discretion is advised you are choosing to watch this content, and you were warned. You can log off at any time, but if you think your feelings are going to get hurt, it is what it is. That's your fault, and it is all Jermaine's fault. Anyway, we got some great topics today. We're going to talk about when running game goes wrong mac live matters in the building we're going to show you an instance of we're going to let we're going to let dating coaches see themselves in live and in living color all right we're going to give you a playback and critique your form we're also going to talk about uh can you get the pokey poke by giving the pokey poke so if a woman received the pokey poke and you're blowing her back out by giving her the poke can you get the rmra mrna uh, pokey poke in your can you get that in your bloodstream in your vessels? We're gonna talk about that. That's gonna be a whole no. All right, we're gonna talk about that. Andrew Tate is gonna explain how to handle women, and yes, you gotta handle them. I know you can't handle me, but he's gonna talk about this, and he somewhat agrees with one of the strategies that I use called aftercare. All right, aftercare, and the question is, is his approach red pilled? I know we always want to say what red pill is, but red pill is sort of a spectrum in itself. And I'm going to tell some guys, maybe we can share information on how the best way to evolve in your walk with women, right, in order to handle them properly, in order to protect yourself. And that's what it is. You're trying to protect yourself. You're not really trying to protect her. Um, in this day and age, we're also going to talk about should you record all interactions with women and why. We're going to explain that. And then we'll show you some straggling sniggle stuff. A prison guard gets knocked up by a death row inmate. Mm. Women just love the bad guys. A, a prison guard, and it's an older story. But we're going to show you that there's some current stories as well related to that. So sit down, buckle your seatbelt. If you're at your job, go ahead and put your headphones in so you don't get fired. And I should tell you, we are simulcasting this podcast. It is being streamed live on fakebook.com. It should be on Facebook. We just got our first like on Facebook. All right. Shout out to Facebook.com, a place where no man should go. <laughs> I can't stand Facebook. All right. We are also simulcasting live on our main platform, which is YouTube, on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Also, I have a bigger channel called Coach Greg Adams where you can see the edited parts of this. And we will start because of my quick channel. I, I actually had two shorts channels, which I do my edited format. Uh, two of them got demonetized, so I'm going to have to start putting them back on the Coach Greg Adams channel, which is free watching. I get nothing from it. And then also Rumble will also host some of the edited parts of these podcasts. 
boy, it's a struggle being a YouTuber, but it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. We're also on the Notorious CGA channel simulcasting where you have the ability to super chat because, yes, this channel was demonetized over on YouTube. And also we're over on Rumble, 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 Rumble. And uh, the link should be in the description box below if you prefer to watch there and super chat over there. All right. To contribute to the day's show, CD, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Uh, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV to let your voice be heard or sponsor today's show. And also PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams is also pinned to the top of the free agent lifestyle channel since you can't super chat over there. And you want to let your voice be heard. By the way, there's a brother that is standing up for Memphis. He's upset with me. He's upset with me. It's a, it's a Coach Gang member. He's a supporter. And he sponsored yesterday's show. He was upset that I put up that one picture of all them straggle daggles in Memphis. Right. He was like, coach, man, you're going to represent Memphis. You're going to me represent Memphis with them straggle daggles. He says, YouTube is on your meat, coach. They on do. I'm one of the ones I I'm on the mark list. I'm on the I'm on the mark list for sure. <laughs> All right. I don't be doing nothing. And I wake up. Oh, an email. Oh, demonetize. I'm like, damn. That's why people, that's why I have 50, 11 channels, man. People, people always know why you got all these channels. I'm like, I'll start one. It'll be fine. They'll monetize it two weeks later, two months later, demonetize. Oh, and so uh, what, what, what I tell people is if it's not a big channel, it's dead. The channel's dead. <laughs> so don't, I don't even post over there no more, but I keep the channel alive just in case. So uh, yeah, they on my neck. You think I'm not, I'm, you think I'm on people's neck? <laughs> Somebody said go to rumble full time. <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> Here we go. I, that, that just does not make sense. <laughs> that don't make sense at all. Hey, every person I've known ever, every podcaster I've known ever to say, I'm leaving YouTube, they bring their ass right back. <laughs> I've seen too many people do it. This shit don't work. YouTube is the, YouTube is the giant right now, no matter what. Anyway. They were like, leave there. Just leave it. All right. So uh, one day, one day you'll be powerful enough to do it. They all say, I'm leaving YouTube. And they'll be, give them six months. They'll be right back. They'll try to do what they want to do. They'll be right back. But anyway, um, what are we doing here? Oh, let's get to, oh, earlier contributors to the day show. This is an opportunity for you to make fun of me about my football team. So here we go. JC says, I know you were at the game, coach. I was at the game last night. That's why it was a long day of traveling. So I'm a little bit fatigued today. Went to L.A. We were winning. Then we were losing. All right. And he says, I know you had to experience SoFi. I've actually been there. That was my fourth or fifth game at SoFi. Great stadium. It looks ugly on the outside. But, yeah, he says everything adds up. He says, too bad my Rams beat your Raiders. Raider them the building all love. They were losing the game, the whole game. And then, of course, the referees and the Raiders themselves. I, I'm not going to blame the refs. I, I could. That 98-yard drive, 50 of the yards were by the referee, but that's neither here nor there. I'm not trying to blame Jermaine. The Raiders had their opportunity. They, they, the second half, they gave up. A, they, they, they only came up with a field goal. They actually had two drives, two, three drives that they didn't get a first down. J Josh Jacobs wasn't in one of those drives. Derek Carr drove the length of the field, but then were in zone interception on third down. I mean, all they needed was a all they needed was a field goal and a first down. All they need was a field goal in the first down. So I can't blame Baker Mayfield. I can't blame, you know, Baker Mayfield didn't do jack shit until the last four minutes. 
Okay, but look, it's neither here nor there. Season's over, and I'm kind of uh happy now. I'll get my Sundays and Saturdays back. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it was scripted. It was scripted. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. So now I can do more content since my Saturdays and Sundays are back. All right, shout out to Aber- Albert Wesker. Modern relationships are like being up 16 to 10 and your opponent has 98 yards to go with two minutes on the clock and you stand up, still end up taking the L. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what relationships are. And we're going to describe what relationships are to me. I think for the most part, some people might be. It was a skit. Um, I think for the most part, and I see people in relationships, trust me, I'm like the guy in, uh, in the, the devil's advocate. I can see who you really are, guys. I see you in those relationships. You guys think you're winning, but you're, you know deep down inside you're losing. You know deep down inside you're losing, right? I see you walking around with your girlfriend waddling alongside you. <laughs> I see you with your girlfriend. You're, she's hotter than you, right? She's got the advantage on the look. She's young. You know, it's a young couple. It's a young couple. I, I, sat, I sat next to a young couple. Um, they sat behind me. They had season tickets. And she was, she was, um, I would say she was stock factory issued, but she was dressed up really well. So she, she was probably a six, but she looked like an eight, maybe an 8.5. And she had the boots on the tight, like she was all packaged perfectly. She was perfectly packaged, but I can tell she's a master splinter when you went home anyway. But that being said, she definitely had the advantage on the marketplace. He was geeky. He was tall. He was tall, but he was a super geek and he was following her around and every, they were stopping everywhere to take pictures of her. And I was like, he definitely don't have, he definitely don't have the advantage in that relationship. Like he just hanging on by a thread, (laughs) the dude hanging on by a thread. And then of course they were talking to some neighbors behind and they don't even live. It's a long distance relationship. He's in Southern California. She's in Las Vegas. And I, when I heard that, I was like, uh-oh, she lives in Las Vegas? I almost put a word in for her. I almost said, I got money. But what happens is he probably has a good tech job, and he probably can afford to give her good seats. Where we were sitting were some of the best seats. It was in the Verizon, um, Verizon, whatever that is, is where you can go down low in any way. But anyway, he probably thinks he's winning. He probably thinks he's winning. And I was like, boy, you about to take a L on this one. With this one, I was like, he don't have the advantage. And what, what guys don't understand is just because you have a relationship does not mean you're doing it right. Many men, not we're not blaming the women here. Many men are in relationships and you're doing it all wrong. And the only reason it's working is because she's getting something from you. Money, energy, attention, or time. If you take whatever it is that you're giving her away, and rightly so, I bet you that relationship falls flat on its face. Flat, flat. (laughs) Flat on his face. Like whatever he's giving her, whatever she's getting from him, if he removed that and he just starts saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to do it differently, that relationship will fail. But that's just what it is. And that's the point of. Every relationship is transactional, has nothing to do with love. But anyway, Albert Wesker and JC, thank you for for reminding me that we took that L. Genetic Freak says, Coach, did you see that Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys was accused of great from over 20 years ago? We're actually going to talk about that story 
This came out just weeks after his young brother died. Yes, and now the Backstreet Boys Christmas special has been canceled on ABC on an accusation, by the way. And we're going to go ahead and review that later on. J.J. Frost says the fix was in last night. Goodell is the new Vince McMahon. Yes, indeed. Horrible calls and no calls by the ref. Raiders were robbed. And I can sit here and talk about that all day. But if you know the history between the NFL and the Raiders, Al Davis, there's always going to be four bad calls. I mean, the Raiders, I mean, they even admitted this long time ago that the the fix was in against the Raiders, but I don't want to talk about it. it yes, the robbery was there. 98-yard drive, 50 yards on penalties. Mm. Okay, but that's not why we lost. But you see where the fix can come in just let, that fast. Papa Naya. Papa Naya? He says, my ex listened to her liberal-minded parents and secretly got the vote. Shortly after that, I found, had the Fauci symptoms. Imagine if we had children. Man, we're going to talk about that. Men's past says, Coach, off topic, did you see the video of the guy? Guy's wife get manhandled at the gym by the gym teacher, and he's sitting there laughing like a monkey simp. His marriage is over. Give him the buzzard. I haven't seen that one. If you can share that on Locals, which is the bottom left, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, that would be great. The war more, the Jermaine gang is in the, the Jermaine gang is in the building, he said, but guess what? It ain't our fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> oh, man. And then let me check on the Cash App. Shout out to everybody. Let me check on the Cash App because there's a brother there who's going to stand up for Memphis. Everybody that got hell caught hell by CGA. Listen, when I dish your city, is don't take it personal. I've been to your city, too, so don't tell me I haven't been there. But I'm going to tell you, right, our brother here, Roderick, is going to stand up for Memphis. So where's the other brother that was trying to go at me about Memphis? He's about to stand up. He said, get off of Memphis and Tupelo, Mississippi, coach. Come on. He also says, one picture of, Mem- of a Memphis chick. Come on, man. So he was like, I put the one picture up. So he was like, that's not North, North Memphis. And by the way, he dropped the bag for this. And he also says Memphis representing, we got some bad chicks here. All right. Is this true? Does Memphis have some bad chicks there? He says he ain't been to Huntsville, though. I have been to Huntsville. I have been. I've been to Huntsville. (laughs) I mean, isn't Alabama A&M in Huntsville, Alabama? I think Alabama A&M is in Huntsville, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, we played there for uh, I've been there. I think we're, yes, I do. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you, there were some stallions. Well, I can't say stallions because that refers to a male horse. Uh, where is, where he says, hell no. There was, I was at this, I was at Alabama A&M. We were playing the game there. And that, there was some sisters there, thick, I mean, thicker than a snicker. I ain't never seen, see, one thing about sisters, <clears throat> one thing about sisters, he's <laughs> a mayor. The best ones are the best body wise ones are in the South. All right. And you're going to have to go cornbread, not Atlanta, not Atlanta. All right. I know they're there, but those are straggle daggles. All right. Those are straggle daggles. Leave Atlanta. I, I can't reference Atlanta. Anybody that wants me to reference Atlanta, I can't, I can't support that. That is not a city. That is a that's a place of death and decay. 
I'm talking, yeah, thoroughbreds. That's the word I'm looking for. Thoroughbreds. Dave Anderson got it. There's some thoroughbreds in these places like Atlanta, Hunts, I'm sorry, <laughs> Alabama, Huntsville, Savannah, uh, Augusta, straight thoroughbreds. <laughs> like, whoa. I saw one. I remember I saw a couple come in and I was like, what on earth is that? I mean, Lord. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta's a cesspool. They got them cornbread fed ass. I mean, where everything is like perfectly proportioned, thoroughbreds. He says Augusta's ghetto. Augusta. Yes, I've been to Augusta too. It is an armpit. All right, shout out. To, let me let me not get distracted. No government name says fire and brimstone, fire and brimstone stream. Hell fire and brimstone. That's what we do here. All right. And also, we're gonna call you nest egg. He says Dem 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 Democratic fish fry. I'm so that's what you meant. Democracy French fries and reading rainbows is over. It's over. It's over. I was in Augusta, Georgia, unfortunately, in July. And let me just tell you something. If you're planning a trip to go anywhere in the South, specifically Augusta, Georgia, do not go in July. I'm <laughs> just letting you know, do not go in July. All right, because your ass is going to be grass. Anyway. Let's get into the first story real quick. When running game goes wrong, when running game goes wrong, Mac lives matter. Shout out to the Macs and the players and the pimps and all of these people that think the Casanovas. I'm not completely against you, but I like to make fun of your old, outdated theories. Of course, you have a semblance of success that we never see. So it's somewhat mystical magic. All right. But anyway, you guys are out there winning. Let's go to the first uh, story right here. We're going to share this Instagram, and I believe it's via more. It's a skit, so we can say it's Straggle and Sniggle, and Teddy Too Stupid, which he's a comedian. So this is a comedic take on running game. All right, so let's go ahead and see. I think I can play it because there's music in the background. <laughs> Sorry for the music in the background, but they're going to try to record this skit over music in the background. Okay. All right. All right. So we see what he's doing now. He had all the body languages. of He's about to run some ism. He's about to pitch him. He about to do his mouthpiece. He danced up to her. He did the whole smell my breath. Very comedic take. Um, you know, he's probably not. He's in the situation where a lot of guys will be like, oh, dudes, uh, I know a fat dude. I know a fat black dude that looked like Biggie and he get all the chicks. Right. Right. And there's always that guy that I got. I know a dude in a wheelchair. He get all these hoes. I know a short dude. He's five foot four and he never had problems with women. You know, you ever hear those guys. Right. They will use that one guy. <laughs> they would use that one guy that they knew. And of course, I knew guys like that. And of course, people would probably say I was a guy like that. But, you know, you can never really truly evaluate yourself. They will always bring that one, that one person that they knew that fit the outside of the norm that was super duper successful with women. <laughs> and you're like, I mean, when we say these things, we're talking general. OK, these things won't help you in approaching. And then you're like, well, I know this one dude, it helped. 
<laughs> you're like, yeah, they they always bring up some anecdotal recipe. Well, no, 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 not I knew this midget. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I knew this mid. Can you say the word midget? I don't want to get canceled over a word like midget. That would be dis disappointing. But I knew this midget that knew how to do all kind of stuff, and he he was ugly. He had one eye. His name was Bushwick Bill. He got all the hoes. All right. So in this situation, obviously, see you see here, let's go ahead and put it up. He's at a disadvantage on the looks wise, but he's going to run his mouthpiece. And let's see where it leads him. Yeah, so I got a lot of money. So can I get your number or? Actually, I'm texting my husband right now. All right. So uh, he's all, can I get your number, which is something probably a dating coach would tell you not to do they would just tell you to take her phone and put your number in it or some crazy theory like that as you drop it and crack the screen um but now she said she has a husband and this is where mac lives go wrong because what happens is now you gotta reveal yourself to be a slimy ass worm now you gotta reveal yourself to be a slimy ass worm and worm your way out of the conversation and this is where mac lives die Let's go ahead and give them a deletion. This is where they die. Because now she's like, oh, I got a boyfriend. I got a husband. And then the Mac lives will tell you how to overcome that, that, um, that obstacle, that objection, right? And oh, they're always going to say this, so you say that. But now you got to weasel your way out. Here we go. My husband. Like as a husband? Like as a like, like, yeah, like a husband, husband. Okay. Look, actually, I have photos. You want to see this is me and him on a boat. Okay, all right. Right? And then I have me and him on his birthday. He yeah, was he, so drunk that day. Yeah, he realized you got a lot yeah, of money. He was, yeah. And then right here. Hey, I'm on. Um, I'll be right I got to go to the bathroom. I have a photo. Yeah, that's where Mac lies die right there. Let's go ahead and give him the Undertaker. Yeah. That's where the Undertaker comes in. And as you see now, he's in a complicated situation. He's got to figure out how to remove himself. And, oh, I got to go over here. I got to leave. And, you know, and then now she's like, oh, I got one on the hook. You want to see pictures of my husband? Yeah, my husband got, he really got money. I got money. <laughs> so that's how Mac lives look at the end of the day right there. Y'all run the game and then you get a couple of obje objections. You don't know where to go on the fourth objection, but she got four objections. Yes, he did. And um, he but he but he objected himself twice. <laughs> and now he's got to weasel and worm his way out. Now, this is a watering hole, which you call bars and nightclubs. And sometimes women come and they got husbands and sometimes women come and they might proclaim that they have boyfriends and husbands. And then you have to overcome it. But when you don't and you get stuck talking to one straggle daggle and you don't know how to end the conversation and move on to the next one, your ass get caught. So anyway, <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, poor guy, poor guy. She caught him on a string and now she's got to see, he's got to see pictures of her and her husband with them big titties out wishing he can put his mouth on them. <laughs> oh man. Wishing he could put his mouth all on them. And now she knows that she's about to waste this time. Guys, no, you don't remember there was a women had a tag called, they had a thing called waste his time. I think, I think what men don't know <laughs> I think what men don't know is that they believe women don't know how to waste your time. Like you think they're like so dumb and they don't realize what tactics you're using, what sales program you, you came up with. And they know now when, you, when you come up, 
they have strategies to waste your time or at least run you for some money and stick you for some paper. They know like it's like that, like even for this woman, we we're making fun of the guy. But in this skit, the woman knows that she's going to waste your time. They She knows she's like, hey, man, look, we got this fool. Watch this shit. He think he about to run up, ask me for my number when I tell him no. He he think he about to run. And so they, she like, okay, let's do this. Hey, guys, they strategize against you too. They're serial time wasters. Yes, they love to waste your time. So be careful. Even even they might even lead you into believing that you're successful at doing what you're doing. They might lead you to believe that you're being successful in doing what you're doing, and then hook you. Right? It's kind of like if a person cold colds approaches you or cold calls you a person walks up to you in the street right hey how you doing sir oh i'm doing fine good to see you anyway mr negro man you know i really believe that life insurance can and you're like oh shit but what you could do to them is waste their time right okay all right you want to you want to mess with me all right cool do your wholesale spiel i'm gonna let you do your whole sales approach go ahead oh yeah okay yeah uh-huh yeah oh yeah oh yes no i don't need that no whole life oh no term life yes yes and then as so, soon as you get to the end yeah let me get your phone number or perhaps your email and your address perhaps i can send you no that's all right i ain't interested <laughs> okay i ain't interested so you let them go through their whole sales field thinking that they're successful and then you pull the rug from up under their feet and they wasted their time and you know then what's going to happen is they're going to be like, shit, I wasted my whole damn speech. I thought I had his ass on the hook. And then I did it, and his ass went skedaddle. Hey, by the way, somebody says game isn't dead. We get a lot of new viewers here. Let me just tell you, CGA has confirmed. Hold on for a second. Joe, Joe Greasy, CGA has confirmed. Let me confirm it for you. Yes. Wait a minute. Hold on. There might be another confirmation. There it is right there. It's dead. It's dead. Only broke ninjas run game. You heard it here first. Yeah, he's new. Only broke men run game. Dead. Hey, I want you. I want you to pick out your funeral clothes. Game is dead. Pick out what co hey what color what color are we wearing to the funeral? What color are we wearing to the funeral? It's dead. Only the lowest of the lowest, the slimy of the slimy, approaches scat peeling skeezers. Okay, maybe it's not dead. Maybe it's not dead. But let's just say the leeches and the slimes of the world use game. Only the lowest rungs of the low uses game in twenty twenty two. <laughs> only the men selecting the lowest hanging of the fruits run game it's dead yeah just the scab scab penling skeezers that's who you run game against absolutely put it in the coffin put the flowers to hey there's gonna be a lot of slow singing and flower bringing when my burger alarm starts ringing <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway where are we at here it's a broke ninja strategy period <laughs> period point blank i mean only the brokest of the broke the pookies the pookies the ray rays and the 
the the the women, the fat women with BBLs are exposed to game. Mm. Actually, we might have a video of game. I, do do we should we show the video of game being uh, deleted? I'll show you. Maybe I'll just describe it real quick because I don't want to go too long. There was one time. There's called a, um, a a motorcade. It was going down Daily Plaza, Daily Plaza, and then it hung a right turn like this, and then it went down. And I wish I can remember the names of the street. Then it hung a then it then it hung a hooking left turn. Then it approached and it passed a place called the Book Depository. <laughs> and uh, the the game was riding in a a 1963 convertible Lincoln Continental. And then as it approached the grassy knoll, shots rang out and game got its head parted. And then the remains of game leaked into the sewers and the streets. And that's where it was picked up. That's where it will forever lie in the sewers and the streets of Daly Plaza. All of a sudden it was a turkey shoot. That's, that's where game lies right now. It's dead. It's down on the streets and the cracks and crevices of Daly Plaza. That's where it is. <laughs> it's leaking in the sewers of Dallas's water sources. That's where it is. All right. It's still alive, but the lowest of the low, the catfish, the shrimp, the scapulling skeezers, all of the people that are at the bottom rung of society run game. And you know who else run game? Old people who need to be sitting their ass on a porch swing in Augusta, Georgia, drinking sweet tea and lemonade, spiked with some alcohol. And you need to be coasting your ass somewhere else from back in the 1990s. Yeah, you need to go back to the 1990s in the liquor store with that shit. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, stop. Let's get around to the next story then. Uh, let's go here. To believe in game, you got to believe women are stupid. That's all. You got to believe that they have no strategy against you. Yeah, that's that's what game is. All right, let's continue. Uh, let's see here. Uh, can you get the poke or the, the, the messenger? We call it the messenger mRNA from having sex with vaccinated people. Let's get into this here. There's a research, and I say this because this new, is new, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and go ahead and offer this story real quick. And I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be brief. Doctor Peter McCullough says messenger RNA is transferring from vaccinated to unvaccinated. So say you're a person that wanted to avoid being getting the poke because you believe that the that the messenger NRA RNA was in the uh, poke. Right. And you had some sort of theory related to this. Well, here's a cardiologist. And of course, the truth is going to be revealed with time. This is why people were asking for time before they consider taking the poke. They thought they were being forced into it. And we were like, let the case studies happen for five years. Well, this person's using another one of his case studies to say, hey, what we know now is what we didn't know back then. Right. Nope. Some people said it wasn't the case or people were afraid or scared. Well, with time, we were able to dis discover this. Now, somebody might say, well, this isn't true, but this is what data, this is what science is supposed to be. 
You're supposed to find stuff and then debunk things until we come to a conclusion and then you push it to the public. But we didn't do that this time. Um, renowned, renowned cardiologist reveals uh, shedding of spike protein induced mRNA from vaccinated to unvaccinating people is occurring. Is right, right here. This is going to be the source of the article. You guys can look it up yourself. Unvaccinated pure bloods could possibly have messenger NRA transferred to them from vaccinated people, according to a renowned cardiologist. And I'm surprised that the information is still up on the internet. Speaking to Action for Canada, which is, I'm sure, I don't know if this is a true media source. Tanya Gall, it says McCullough referenced a study covered on his Substack last month in which French researcher Helen Banown concluded it was possible to transfer or shed mRNA between vaccinated and unvaccinated. If this is true, this would be a significant discovery and it would be cause for seeing that if this is true, um, how significant it is for the pure bloods to be combining with the non-pure bloods or the infected. New, 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 new world order. Here we go. Let me see if I can play the clip. What are the risks to the unvaccinated? You know, there was a recent paper. I just have it on my sub. If you want to review it, if you go to the Courageous Discourse Substack, and the first author is Helene Banoon, a former INSERM Benoon. scientist. INSERM is a leading research unit in France. And Banoon has summarized this. This is disturbing. It looks like the messenger RNA is transferring from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated. Now, Wow, that's a that's an extreme claim. And like I would say, we would trust the science. This person is a scientist. And what scientists do is they conduct they conduct studies over a period of time to be able to legitimize these things. So there's an opportunity for this to be debunked and you would want somebody to debunk it or disprove it. And they can possibly do a collaboration to discover what the truth is. But if this is the case, this is the case. You might want to be selected, selective on who you are practicing on, procreating with, and so forth and so on. Perhaps did these people know that this was the case prior to releasing this? This would be something that you would want to know and confirm because if you weren't privy, let's say you were married and one spouse says, I don't want it, and the other spouse says they do want it, well, you're going to get it by proxy. You're going to get it as a result. You're going to get it as a result no matter what. Should we have known that information? I say, yes, we should have. Yes, we should have known. So anyway, be careful out there. Protect your meat. Wear a condom or a sheath and make sure that you don't run through that kind of, you know, exchange your condoms out, guys. We teach you here. <laughs> Somebody says condoms won't help. Uh, make sure you exchange your condoms. You can't be doing four and five positions in that condom. Man, these condoms are damn uh, fair weather condoms today. All right. That thing going to get dried out. You mix it in with the little lube and it's a mess. And all of a sudden there's a hole at the tip. So you got to watch out out here, man. It's all bad. It's all bad. We're going to get to Andrew Tate on the next one, but I got to run through these contributions. And yeah, you always have a, I have a condom jar. I have a jar on the side of my bed. All right. So I'll be running through them. I'll be like, all right, hope time to switch out. You guys got to know how to, uh, you know, I'm the uncle and the dad you never had. I'm the uncle and the dad you never had. By the way, hit the like button. I teach men on what you need to do because society doesn't teach men. They don't even teach you how to uh, warm up. They don't even teach you how to wash up. Men have to teach you how to wash up and take care of yourself, wear undergarments over your clothes, all right? What 
proper undergarments you're supposed to wear, how to wash up, how many times a day you need to wash up. Y'all brothers be putting on drawers and just leaving them on all day, sweating on them. Okay. If you work a blue collar job, remember I told you that story about I heard Prince took six showers a day. You don't have to take six showers a day, but change your undergarment out. That's why they make them old little wife beaters in them drawers, man. man hey, if you work a blue collar job, take a change of clothes, take a change of undergarment so you can dress and change at noon. You know, you have your lunch, you change your undergarment. I can't, I'm going to tell you, you're going to feel much more better about yourself. You're going to feel all fresh. You're going to be like, damn. All right, but women be walking around stinking, brewing all in between their legs, boiling, and then they ain't changed it. They ain't washed up all for two or three days. They don't wash up for two or three days. They don't wash up. All right, but y'all brothers need to start taking care of yourself. Get you a tank top so you can keep the sweat. The sweat's going to compile all up under your armpit, all in here, your balls, all that stuff. All right, at noon, switch out. When I worked in fitness, that's what I did. I made sure I changed took undergarments to uh, change out of. All right, so by noon, at the end of my sessions, I would go home or I would go in a bathroom, change my undergarment, wipe myself down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wash your tail, man. Y'all need to wash your tail. Y'all need to, we need to train these men because men don't want to tell you this stuff. Men don't want to tell you this stuff. We need to tell you guys how to operate. When you have condoms, put a jar. Hey, if a woman comes to your a woman comes to your house, you want them to see you got a condom jar right there. Now, whether you wear it or not, that's going to be up to you. Put that condom jar right there. And when they see it, they're going to realize they place. They're going to be like, oh, I see you do this often. Yep. You go in your condom jar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have different options. You just pull them out like this. Are, are any of these, um, are, are you allergic to any of these? Okay, got it. All right, Sizzle says, yo, coach, happy Friday. I finally set up my YouTube shorts channel that I know I can be consistent with. Look up Sizzle Selects on both YouTube and TikTok and give your boy a follow free agent for life. Yes, I will. Yep. And then also, shout out to Sizzle. Congratulations on starting it. Yep. Keep the baby wipe. They actually have man wipes in your purse. Get, get under your arms. Get under, get your, get your balls in your ass and all of that stuff. Wipe in and dig in there. You know what I mean? Like, this is a tough conversation. Get all of them, get all of them crumbles and crust up out of there. Mm. <laughs> right. Anyway, get them crumbles and crust. If you can hop in the shower real quick and wash off, uh, you know, y'all haven't been trained right. Anyway, Kaylin says, coach, I was ready to concede last night. But how could Joe Raiders let a guy who was in L.A. for a day and a half lead a comeback? The referees, that's how. But anyway, this had to be the biggest win for my Rams while it was the biggest loss for the Silver and Black. Yeah, it was bad. That's a bad loss. It set us back. I mean, three wins in a row. That was a that was, should have been a certain – you had it in the bag. And, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It happens. And now the season's over. So we got four, four games left. I can't wait for it to be over. Uh, shout out to Paris Francis. He says, showing my support, free agent for life. <laughs> Prince, they said Prince took six showers a day. You know, that's an exaggeration. Six showers, six showers a day. All right, if you work at a desk job, you still sweat. I do this three-hour podcast. I'm sweating at the end of it. So I take off all of these clothes. I throw, put it in the hamper, 
Sometimes I jump in the shower real quick or I wash off, put on new undergarment, new clothes. And I'm just sitting here, but I'm, I'm being interactive. Newski, is this Newski? He says, men pay your dues for all this game CGA gave us. Y'all give straggles the bag and they give you nothing in return. But anyway, free. Yeah. Nothing in return. What is that? What part of the game is that? All right, just keep giving until one of these days you look out. She, you look out, and she gives something to you. Oh man, what a man! Okay. Uh, oh, I'm no, I didn't. I didn't advance, but I'm going to catch up. No, no matter. Okay, I'll, I'm going to catch up. Sometimes I forget. Okay, we got another brother who says, uh, we're going to call you Pedro. He says, no wonder you were demonetized from the other YouTube channels. The big wigs is a she. Yep, but you're in the invincible African-American friend in the building. Keep up the good work, coach. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking um, about? My main channel is the culprit. Just so you guys know, if you guys want to know what happens, my main channel is the culprit. My main channel has been attacked by a variety of sources, haters, competitors jealous people uh feminists remember that was the only channel i had and uh that channel has two hundred and nineteen thousand probably uh subscribers now but what tends to happen is no matter what even if i use a different adsense if people if, if somehow youtube discovers that i have another channel they they go to that channel and they say this channel they'll demonetize the other channel and they'll say a channel associated with that channel is forcing this channel to be, to be demonetized. That's how they get it. So it's kind of like they know that was demonetized for some serious whatever it is, and then I'll make another channel, and then they'll find it, and they'll be like, oh, that's linked to that channel. Mm. <laughs> so that's how they get me. Anyway, so I would have to go in. I, I talk to people all the time at YouTube, and they get me to run around the circles. I would have to go in with a lawyer and essentially try to get, get over that. But otherwise... He says by email and name. Anyway, uh, shout out to J. Cool. So since game is dead and I never, I, I was never good at it anyway, what do, what do we do in approaching women? I've been trying to simply enjoy talking with people whenever I am, wherever I am at and focusing on listening to them just because without any outcomes expectations, right? And he says meat is real. So I'm trying my best to be productive with each. Well, one thing I tell you, uh, slide tech says why hasn't the channel been that's what i that's that's the question i have slide tech that's the question i have but i'm not going to go into it and, and verbalize it but when when i think about it i go well why hasn't this but i'm not going to go into that so anyway somebody said join locals my guy yeah join locals if you want the real if you want the real unfiltered me i tell you all this stuff on locals all right i'm on locals and i'll go into all of this stuff in detail i don't discuss it here on youtube that much. I don't go into that much detail. But um, anyway, uh, what I tell guys on um, approach game, right? Because that's what we associate with game. Now, game is a lot more multifaceted than just cold approach. Cold approach is the one theory that destroys the, the, the game idea. Because the game idea in, in today's world, we don't have time to waste. We don't have any time to waste. And so for people to still tell you to go out there and waste time is counterproductive. And it destroys any of the, the other facets of game. And this is why we say that part right there is dead. For as a man to waste your time in that frivolous manner with, with all the information we know, 
what women know with the with the ideas that we have with the pace of the market meaning the work market meaning the dating market with the pace with the options women have with the options high tier men have with the lack of options certain women and men have with the delusion of women believing that they have options with the a group of men having zero options at all that part is completely outdated it's completely outdated it's too much chasing it's too much chasing. You're actually ruining your opportunity for growth as an individual. You're actually distracting yourself. So that's what I say. That part of the game, which is cold approach, which is only a portion, multifaceted, a, a, por a portion of a multifaceted idea called game. Um, and only the guys who have uh, extra, and this is mostly look status, or uh, what you would say game, which would be confidence or money. Those guys keep doing it and it works well for them because they're at a point of their lives where they're at a point of their lives where they've already achieved things where most men haven't. And they also, they also may be at a point of their lives where they can't get over the fact that women uh, rule them. My situation is I've been telling you even through courses and live streams, the idea of cold approach is dead. What is alive is what I talk about in business. Cold calling might work for a small percentage of people, but most businesses depend on leads and referrals. Okay, leads and referrals. Know the difference in any sales group. They would say cold approach, leads, referrals. Those are three different things. And I tell you, cold, warm, hot. If you're a business person and you've done your business and you have word of mouth, or you have status, or you have social proof, what you will get mostly is hot leads. Okay, you're going to get hot leads. That's way different than cold approach. So as a guy, we teach you to build yourself up to the point where you're getting hot leads, aka abundance. And we're going to get to that when we get to Andrew Tate. So your business is, I mean, what they would say, your reputation precedes you. Your reputation precedes you. You walk in the door and everybody's like, hi, sir. Hi, Mr. Negro. Do you want this table? Here's your table that you reserve. Here's your. You're going to get hot leads. What a game guy might teach you is go out to a bar, a low scat peeling skeezer bar in cold approach. This is what they might say. And then I'm going to just be like this. I'm gonna like, yeah, that brother's starving. Now, a middle ground to that is warm. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, the, what you want is re uh, warm referrals. Actually, you want hot referrals and warm leads. I actually confuse that. That's part of my teaching. You want referrals, not leads. Okay, leads are good. Leads are created. A lead is like this. Hey, I have a friend. I have a friend that would probably like to meet you. Or two women approach you. Hey, I think we could get together and have an orgy. That's a lead. It's warm. You actually probably have to complete the process by still selling yourself. That's a lead. Leads aren't bad. Leads aren't bad. If you're in a business and people are giving you leads, hey, my brother needs life insurance. All right, have you talked to your brother to tell your brother to call me? Have you talked to your brother about me? No, I haven't talked to my brother about me, but I know he needs life insurance. That would be a lead. Right? Because the brother, because then I will say, okay, give me your brother's number and then I'll call him. I'm still cold calling the brother. And then I might tell the brother, hey, make sure you tell your brother I'm calling that you get that's still you're still going to have to go through a process. It's a warm lead. It's a lead. It gets me in the door, but it's a lead and I'm going to still have to do work.
Okay. Now, a referral is my brother told me to look for a life insurance guy, and I told him I have one. Here he is. This is my brother, and he introduces himself. That is a referral. It's probably going to lead closer to closing. Meaning if I go out to a specific place and I want to meet people, obviously you want things in common, a common interest. You want to be able to have a position where you're actually rising up. You're not walking around a bar in a nightclub where people have bottle services and tables and VIPs and you're walking around the club. Obviously the hoes want to be with the guys with the VIP bottle service and the, that's where they want to be. They don't want to be with you talking to you with your hot ass Cheeto breath. Okay. That's called a cold approach. That's a cold to call. But if I'm going somewhere where there's a common interest and I have a level of status and people are referring me broads, somebody said, just get a boat. I got a boat. That's a, that's a hot ass referral. I have a boat. I have a suite. I have a position at a expensive table in Las Vegas and I'm gambling, shooting, rolling craps and playing whatever the hell I'm playing. People know me. What up, G? People know me. They see me. What's up, G? And the women, hoes going to be like, who is that? That's a hot referral. That has nothing to do with cold approach. And how do you get there? Number one, abundance. We're going to talk about it with Andrew Tate. But people want to confuse what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that approaching women and talk, having conversations is dead. But what I'm saying is the idea that you could just be a nobody and it can work for a small portion of men. You could be a nobody and just roll up and all of a sudden you getting hoes. That idea is kaput. That's dead. Unless you're a pookie. <laughs> Unless you're a pookie. Look, send, send me a like. Send me a like, guys. I'm going to check Venmo because I definitely am behind over there. All right. I'm going to check on Venmo because I know there's Macaroni Tony's got to be in there. Macaroni Tony. Faith. We got two, and now I'm going to get back. Uh, Faith says, uh, hey, coach, did you miss me getting back into my real estate investment biz, but also catching up on your streams? Great, edu great edutainment as usual. Keep up the good work. I did miss you, Faith, but I didn't get no fee pictures from you. All right. No government name says, what college coaches courses did you teach? Do you see yourself getting into teaching again? No, absolutely not. Nope. Um, some universities, I was forced to teach college courses. All right. That was before they became big time division one. So I taught like, I taught like, um, like basketball philosophy. I actually taught a class in college, right? Where I was uh, in front, but I didn't take it seriously. But it was like, um, we had to teach an activities basketball class as a part of our contract. And it was it was like a it was a small division one program and I had to do that. So anyway, I, and then we actually protested against the union. We had our union protest our contract and they got us out of teaching. Um, and then they eventually did what slave people did is they transitioned us into um, sharecropping. <laughs> so basically what they did was they said, OK, you don't have to teach the classes contractually, but we'll pay you a small fee for teaching the class. That's basically breaking away from a slave contract and then going back to doing what you wanted to not do by them offering you a portion of the money. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, okay. All right, we'll, 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 we'll get paid to teach the class. But what we didn't want to do was teach the class. We didn't want to teach it. But because, you know, economics, we end up taking a bad deal and 1099 it. 
fucking stupid. Anyway, Albert Ingram says a lot of people think that you're trying to change women and get them being get them back to being housewives. No, I don't. So just as I think game is dead, I also think for most men, not all housewives are dead. The idea of a housewife, and I'm not trying to get women being back to housewife. I can just pay a woman to be to do the duties of a housewife. I don't need no housewife. Housewives are dangerous as well, but. I don't give a damn about no bringing no women back to traditional, trying to get them su to submit. All right. The idea of a housewife for the majority of men is dead. Absolutely dead. You have to be in and go back to my class stream where I talked about class. Okay. Um, if unless you're upper, upper, upper middle class, upper middle class, that's the only way you can support a housewife. And even then it's going to be rocky. Because you're going to meet someone who's obviously been trained enough to be a housewife. Do not make no hoe into a housewife. Don't make an Instagram girl into a housewife. Don't take no girl. No, 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 no. You want somebody that has been trained and raised in the idea that they want to be a housewife. Okay. That's a small percentage of women. So, uh, yeah. And you might think I'm going against game and you're like, no, nah, a couple of us are using game out here. Well, uh, there's a couple of men and women doing housewife shit. Housewife and husband supporting. There's a couple of people doing it. Doesn't mean it's alive. It's on life support. It's an emergency right now. Okay. Most people ain't never going to get close to ever having a housewife. Just like most people ain't going to ever get close to being successful at game. Just because it exists still doesn't mean that it can work for all men. And I can't teach that shit. I can't teach women to do it. I can't teach men how to get it. You just got to have the right circumstances to be able to make that shit work. All right. What income do you, you got? I'm not going to, you guys are asking me questions. It's getting me off track, but I've already covered this in streams already. I've already covered this and you guys miss it. And I cover it in detail. I spend great time with the research. I show graphs. I bring up data, charts, moon stars, quasars, and you miss it because you want me to timestamp you. And then you jump, jump, jump into the main part of the show. And then you come in here incomplete. My, my advice is I spend time putting these shows together. I give you all these answers. I give you all the answers, but now you're asking me in the live chat to go over it. <laughs> and people who watch my shows, all of them, they know I go over this shit. And then you come in and then I mention it in passing, responding to something. And then you're like, what? Well, what does this mean? Hey, your fault, bro. All right, your fault. Andrew Tate explains... How to handle women. Is this the red pill? And if you miss my stream on the, the five archetypes of men, I know you missed it. <laughs> okay. I know you missed it because you just jumped to the timestamps. Okay. Or you're new. The, this, is how, this is how Andrew Tate is going to explain how he deals with women. And I'm going to break it down after that. And so shout out to Andrew Tate. I know people might have been joining the stream believing that I'm going to diss Andrew Tate. This is not the case. And it is very rare that I use another person in this sphere as a source. So consider it. Consider Andrew Tate. Consider yourself lucky. Allow her to. All right. Let me see here. Let's go ahead and play it. To real G and a simp is once she no longer adheres to your creeds, once she no longer is benefiting your life in real time, once she shows disrespect for your generosity, instead of continuing to give to her, and instead of continuing to chase her, and continuing to allow her to benefit from who you are as a man without complimenting you for who you are as a man, you stop talking to her. 
That's the difference between a gene and a sim. A lot of people say, oh, bro, look, he bought her a bunch of champagne. He's a sim. No, absolutely not. If he meets a beautiful woman and she makes his life better and he takes care of her, absolutely. And she genuinely protects his spirit and prays for him and loves him with all of her heart. There is nothing simply in any regard by giving her the best possible version of life. But if she decides to disrespect you, well, then it's a different thing, right? A simple continue to give a real G one. Whoa, boy, that was powerful. And I wish people saw this side of Andrew Tate uh, because I know him to be a gentleman. I know him to fit the gentleman archetype. And the gentleman archetype is highly successful, although it takes a lot of years and experience and a lot of success in, within yourself and the self-belief and the, the, the confidence to get to this part. It, it takes a lot to get to this point. And I'm going to tell you, he probably wasn't like this when he was younger. So the gentleman archetype is a guy who develops into a point where he has a sense of abundance. He realizes the numbers favor him. The numbers favor him in age. The numbers favor him in income. The numbers favor men in relationships. Unfortunately, a lot of simps or what we would call blue pills believe the numbers favor the woman. Oh, we got to pedestalize her. We got to make her feel this and we got to have her do that. We can't say this and we got to be careful. The numbers favor the success, the successful. The numbers favor the guy that has the status. And it doesn't mean the richest guy, but it does favor the richest guy. It doesn't mean the richest guy is not going to fumble the bag. But the numbers favor you. There's more women on earth than men. There's less successful men ever in the history of time. And women need you more than you need them. It favors you. Now, when you don't believe that it favors you, you will continue to run after a woman and wipe her ass and wipe her rear end. Even when she treats you with disrespect, you might believe that a guy treating a woman respectfully like an Andrew Tate. And we actually did this before because a woman did say, no, he was a true gentleman. And he didn't even try to uh, push my guts in. The reason why he does that is because he has an abundance mindset. He has he has status and success. Something that you can attain, but a lot of dudes simply give up. So we will call a guy treating a woman nice, a simp. I call them a gentleman archetype. He doesn't have to treat the women rudely and disrespectfully. He doesn't have to pump and dump them per se because he's like, I don't even need her. I don't even need her enough to pump and dump her. And if I do get sex with her, I will aftercare her on the way out the door. A lot of guys like in Red Pill will be like, because they're, they haven't evolved yet. It's an evolution. I don't want to demean them, but you're still in a point where you're disgusted by women and you see them doing what they do and you hate them. I'm telling you guys, get to the point where you see women for what they are. See women for what they are. You guys take women way too seriously. I think women are like a pet rattlesnake. I think women are like your pet rattlesnake. Many times, your pet rattlesnake will be fine. You will know how to treat and walk around your rattlesnake. Since it's your pet, you don't really fear your rattlesnake, but you realize where the power is if you are careless. And if you're careless around your pet rattlesnake and you leave the cage open and you don't monitor the pet rattlesnake and you, you, you didn't feed it for a couple of days, obviously the rattlesnake will strike you and you can get caught slipping. But you don't fear the rattlesnake because you're confident around the rattlesnake. And of course, your confidence is felt by the rattlesnake. But they have a lot of venom in them. So you got to make sure you defame your pet rattlesnake. But we take women way too seriously. And to me, they're somewhat children. They're children-like. They're childlike. 
in the way they operate, in the, the way they pay attention to the world, in the way they disregard very dangerous situations and they put themselves in it, just like a dumb child would, like leaving a bar at two in the morning and then walking down the street by themselves. I should be able to walk down the street by myself. And then all of a sudden, and then they blame everybody else. Well, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. Well, listen, you shouldn't walk down the street by yourself, you dumbass. Like you would tell your child not to do no shit like that. <laughs> you see what I mean? This is the reality of the situation. But in this situation, I'm looking at it and I'm going, this archetype is where men need to kind of get to where they really don't care about many of the women that come in and out of their lives. If they come to with any semblance of disrespect, what you should do and the best thing you should do is stop talking to them. Okay. But you, you know, we, we get these questions and I dealt with this in my evolution. I dealt with this in my evolution. A woman treats you with disrespect. A guy will tell you, no, you need to train her to do X, Y, and Z. You need to put her in her place. You need to hold masculine frame. You need to do this and you need to do that. Yes, that worked in the previous time. But in today's world, that doesn't work because women are sassy, loud mouth, and they have the court of public opinion. So that when we get to the video part, no matter what you've done, it's going to be seen as financial abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, some sort of intimidation, controlling insecure nature and whatnot. We know what goes on. So the idea is if she does not respect you, the best thing you can do is cut her off, restrict her access to you. She might say when you restrict the access, she might say something like, that's okay. I have other options. And you should say, that's fine. Great. Go get them. It's a smokescreen. But dudes that deal with disrespect from women and they don't cut them off at the pass are the ones who are dealing with women in a very venomous and poisonous way. You're going to get struck at some particular point. It's going to overconsume you. This is why the idea of holding masculine frame and the idea of put up with abuse, I disagree with. Men should stop putting up in the, with abuse. Men should go into what we call natural selection. And the best way to teach women is restrict their access. To me, the only way to treat women is restrict their access. Whether it's to you, your resources, your money, energy, attention, or time. Now, what you don't want to do is let them know that you've restricted their access in a way like, I'm restricting my access from you. Don't tell them. You don't have to announce it. That's like when people disagree with me. I'm unsubscribing. So what? You actually are helping them when you announce that you're going to restrict access. You help them because then they can come back with all the bullshit. Well, well, you, you couldn't handle me and you were this and that. Yeah. Don't say nothing. The next thing you don't do is block them. Do not give them the uh, do not give them the pleasure to know that you cared enough to block them and go through your little phone and click on the dot and put block. Don't block them. They have a phrase that the young people use is leave them on red. Leave their ass on red. Let them keep texting you. Let them keep double texting you until they get the point that this shit is over. Okay? Ghost, just go ahead and skedaddle, slide back, tiptoe backwards. People are like, no, you need to confront. Uh, uh, guys, don't argue with women. Do Guys, this is basic stuff that I used to teach in 2018. 
It's pointless to argue with women. It's pointless to let them see your point of view or let them hear your point of view. It's pointless to go through conversations back and forth to teach them what Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate and Coach Greg Adams was telling you. Coach Greg Adams, it's pointless. What you do is cut their ass off. Cut their ass off. I'm going to tell you what happened, and this is going to go into this here. In my in my situation, I went through a breakup in the breakup. And this could could have been my marriage and could not have. I was not being treated fairly. And so I was going through all of the things that we both had access to gym memberships, Costco cards and all of these things. And I realized, boy, these things are in my name and they're still being used. These things are still being used, but I'm being treated unfairly. So I said. I'm not going to announce. I'm just going to cut those things off, cut up the credit card, cut off the Costco card, cut off the gym membership and so forth and so on. Just go ahead and cut it off. I'm not going to announce it. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. I'm not going to say, bitch, you still using my shit. Just cut it off so that when they go to Costco <laughs> and they pile they shit up and they get to the front of the line, they whip that card out. It's going to be this. You cut off that Netflix, you cut off that Hulu, you cut off that Amazon Prime, you cut that shit off. So that when they go up, the person got to pull them to the side. (laughs) It looks like uh, your shit don't work no more. That's the best way you grab somebody's attention. Grab their ass attention. You've been cut off of all things from me. You don't have to argue it. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to tell them you aware that they're still using it. You don't have to threaten them. If you use it, blah, blah, blah. Just cut their ass off. Mm. They going to say, yeah, they're going to say financial abuse. <laughs> and ain't no financial abuse. That's the stuff that I provided you that you no longer have access. <laughs> that you don't have access. Because to get me and to get the things that I provide, you must give me back in return respect. So I'm looking at what Andrew Tate did right there. And he says, how do you handle them? If they're not giving you what you want, respect, whatever it is, you remove yourself and remove everything that you were giving them. That is where your true power is. Not beating them up, not approaching them, not out arguing them, not trying to see their point, not trying to, oh, let me wipe your rear end. Let me simp for you. I'm going to still do the best. I'll try harder. No. I agree with Andrew Tate on this one. And you're going to see this, why this approach is going to be your best, your best approach. It takes abundance. It does take a belief in yourself. It does. You do have to have accomplishments and you have to have options out there. All right. I'll play it again for you. Uh, Let's see here. And we will say men treating women nice is simping. And I disagree. I think simping is you prioritizing women way more than you prioritize yourself. You're giving women treatment that you would never give yourself. Why would you give? See, I, I, uh, in the money mindset group, sorry, before I play it, the money mindset group, I asked men this. When was the last time you went and got a massage? When was the last time you took yourself out to a nice restaurant? When was the last time you treated yourself well? When was the last time you didn't feel guilty for buying? You marry people, married men. When, mar- let me go full screen. Married men. When was the last time you bought something and you didn't feel guilty about buying it for yourself. 
despite the fact you provide, provide, provide. You do this and that. You buy stuff and you have to hide it. You buy stuff and you feel guilty. And the things you buy are like a hundred bucks. But you've spent over a year thousands and thousands of dollars. You've entertained. You did, and, and, and guys will do this. You guys will not treat yourself well. And then you want women to treat you well. And they can see you don't even treat yourself well. They're like you don't even take care of yourself. You don't even treat yourself well. You don't even buy yourself any clothes. You want women to be like, damn, when am I going to get some? An email for me? That's how you want women. <laughs> is there anything for me in that bag? This is why I show, hey, I, I have the ability to buy myself whatever I want. Women be looking like, damn, is there anything perhaps? Is there a Louis bag bag in there for me? See, you got a Louis bag. Mm. Me first. Me First, I can take care of me better than better than you can take care of me any day. So show that you can treat yourself well. Show that you can travel on your own. You can go to football games and get the best seats without their presence being there. And they might want to add themselves. How do I add myself to your presence? And if they can get there by another man, let them get there by another man. When they get discarded like toilet tissue, they're going to be looking at you again. I see you're at the game again. I see you're traveling again. I see you got yourself a Louis bag again. I see you sell, got yourself a nice car. And unfortunately, many women will disqualify themselves knowing that they don't qualify. That's a tactic. That's a tactic. Many women will automatically disqualify themselves from you and say, well, I don't need no guy like that anyway. That's because she doesn't qualify. Understand women. She knows she's a piece of sh and she don't qualify for that. She knows she's not educated enough. She knows she don't have good enough conversation. She knows her booty ain't enough to keep me hooked on them. She knows that her looks and her makeup and her hair ain't enough to keep her in first place. You know who's in first place? C-G-A. Every single time. I'm in first place. I come first. Priority number one, numero uno, primo, right here. The notorious one. I'm the man. Hitch your star, hitch your wagon to this star. Hitch your wagon to this star so that you and your wagon can go along and ride and collect all that you can from everything that I do here. I'm the star. You ain't the headliner. <laughs> you are not the headliner of this show. I'm up on the board and my name is in shining lights. That's how I walk. That's how I, that's what I believe. Now, whether she believes it or not is irrelevant. I want you to listen to that. If she says, I don't believe that shit, what, is, what relevance does that have for me? Mm. <laughs> listen, guys, if she doesn't believe that, if she says, I don't, I, I don't see a star, I see a piece of shit. Okay. Mm. You still broke. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You still out here on the market. It has no relevance to me. Okay, well, there's more of you than there is more of me. I know that for a fact. Anyway, in the end, you still a woman. And that ain't the advantage. That's not the advantage. You, you, and look, in the end, you're still going to have to get your guts pushed into your esophagus. It might not be by me, but somebody going to hit it. You still going to have to put it on the table. All right. Anyway, stop. Oh, stop caring what they think. Stop 
taking them so seriously. Anyway, I'll play the Andrew Tate video without further ado again. So you guys, in case you missed it, and it's hard to get to this position, but the gentleman archetype is how you get there. The difference between a real G and a simp is once she no longer adheres to your creeds, once she no longer is benefiting your life in real time, once she shows disrespect for your generosity, instead of continuing to give to her, and instead of continuing to chase her, and continuing to allow her to benefit from who you are as a man without complimenting you. Woo! I'm sorry, I had to interrupt that. That right there, listen to that again. I know that's going over a lot of you people's head. If you allow her to benefit from you without her complimenting you, God dang. If you allow her to benefit from you without her complimenting you, and he looking serious as shit right now. Wow. That's everything. Continuing. For who you are as a man. Stop talking to him. That's the difference between a gene and a simp. A lot of people say, oh, bro, look, he bought her a bunch of champagne. He's a simp. No, absolutely not. If he meets a beautiful woman and she makes his life better and he takes care of her, absolutely. And she genuinely protects his spirit and prays for him and loves him with all of her heart. There is nothing simpy in any regard by giving her the best possible version of life. But if she decides to disrespect you, well, then it's a different thing, right? A simp will continue to give. A real G won't. Now, a woman is going to say, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Why would I do this, all of these things? What am I getting out of it? See, that's a parasitic, there's a, that's a parasitic mindset. In their mind, they always believe that they can provide for themselves what men can provide, and this is simply ignorance. Now, they also when they use this question, why should I do that? They have no problem doing this. They have no problem doing this for their bosses, their college professors, their feminist professor, and so forth and so on. They have no problems lowering themselves to the lowest common denominator for their boss simply because he writes a paycheck. And they believe that this transactional relationship puts them in a driver's seat no matter what. They still don't have no swing in Johnson you still ain't going to make what I'm going to make in 40 years. You still don't have the ability to do what I do. And I say this lightly because there are a small portions of women that can. The majority will not. You still got to get your guts rearranged. You still got to bend over. You still got to lie on your back and submit. You still got to assume those positions. I don't. I still have time on my side. If, I, if I'm truly aware of that, I will take care of myself. I still have time on my side. Even if I die young, I still have time on my side. That doesn't defeat the point. Well, he died. He died. Kevin Samuels died at 55. He still had time on his side. He still won, in essence, in a greater part of his, 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 his older ages compared to women in this cohort. But women, all of a sudden, they want to just be like, oh, I'll do it for my boss. I'll do it for a paycheck. That's called choosing slavery. That's called hooking. That's called prostitution. All right, but when you truly are in the true nature of the sense, you know the man is the top dog, top G, the alpha, whatever you want to call him. And you have to, by proxy, follow his leadership because he is the star. You the wagon. There's nothing you can do about it. And in a sense, she, she, uh, women like this will say, well, I don't want to do that for a man. Well, you just disqualified yourself because you knew you weren't worthy. You weren't capable. It didn't exist in you. 
And so what you're going to do is you're going to take a subservient man, man, you're going to take a subservient man and not be happy. You're going to try to take uh, shit and pour syrup on it and make it pancakes. That's what you're going to do. And guys, you guys have to realize that's what they're going to do. They're going to take shit, put syrup on it and try to make pancakes and serve it to and serve it as a reality. They're not going to be happy with themselves or that man in short order. I'm not happy. <laughs> Just know that that's the position they're accepting. And it's fine. Accept that position. <laughs> Accept that position trying to make Pookie into the loving darling every night for 365 days a year, 52 weeks, and 10 years on. Yeah, they ain't going to be happy. Shout out to Faith. She says, uh, I agree, coach. I say, let a person show you who they are instead of telling them how to be. Side note, let me know where to send them feed pictures, sir. Shout out to you. Hello. The best thing people can do is show you who they are. I don't believe you should be training people. Um, training people in 2020. You're training women. You're training them. Now, there's some things and rules and guidelines you should have in place for how a person treats you. Yes. But you're supposed to teach them. I remember there was this conversation going around. You're supposed to teach them how to uh, teach them to scramble eggs. Now, I always tell I always tell women, <laughs> a woman that wants to be in here. She should want to be able to do that for me, and she should ask me how you would like your eggs. I shouldn't have to tell her to go do this. She's, she should be saying, this would be a good opportunity for me to scramble two eggs together for you. How would you like them? Now, if I got to tell her, well, when you wake up, and I don't have to tell her repeatedly, if I have to tell you twice, to get your ass up, I should be smelling bacon after I finish my last strokes. I should be smelling bacon crackling. She should be asking me, how do you like to scramble your eggs? What women do today, this is what women, and ladies, shout out, to, shout out to the ladies here that are getting this information and advice. This is what women do, and this is why, ladies, you're losing out here. Don't tell me you're winning. You're losing. I know they want to think you're winning because you got a DM full of uh, salamis, but this is what women do. I know eggs, and I know how men like their eggs. That's a wrong approach. I've made eggs. I made eggs for plenty of men if I wanted to make eggs for them. And I know exactly how they like them. And then you proceed to go in there and make them exactly how you, the last man, wanted his eggs. You start dicing up shit, onions, and you start cutting this and putting cheese in there and the X, Y, and Z. And you fry them all hard. And then you put the plate in front of the man. And then a the man says, what is this shit? It's eggs. Well, there's something wrong with these eggs. What? And then you proceed to blame him for finding fault in what you did. See, that's not how you do it. What you should do is say, I've made eggs previously for men, and many men have different ways they want the eggs. How do you want your eggs? This is how do you want your eggs? See, all men don't want the same eggs, and not all men can qualify to get a certain amount of eggs. I want them this way. You don't know how you know how to treat a man, but you don't know how to treat CGA. You got to learn how to treat CGA because I'm different. I'm not like the average Joe. So you can't just throw hard scrambled ass eggs with government cheese on the top of it and season salt. 
I'm going to need a little bit more attention. I'm going to need them a little more wet. I like them a little more wet, like everything. I like a little bit of cheese, and I want the Mexican cheese. That's what I want on them. And I want them to make sure make sure you might want to take a little bit of the yolk out. I don't want the whole damn cholesterol in there. <laughs> I want an omelet when I want diced bacon up in there. I want the I want the onions and the mushrooms. Throw all of it. Ask me how I want it. You need to learn me. Not always put in front of me what you would put in front of every man. See? You want to put in front of every man because every man likes a little booty jiggle. And that's how that's how far you've gotten with men. Oh, he just likes the way my booty jiggle. And you've been able to get away with that for a long time. You've been able to get away with twerking and letting go as guys go. <laughs> and that would be the end all be all. But a woman will twerk in front of me and I'll be like, that's all you got. I'm like, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Because you're trying to treat me like you treat every other man. You put that goofy-ass Kmart lingerie on, and then you show up at my door standing at the doorframe like, hi. And I'm going to tell you to put your clothes back on. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing standing at my door like Master Splinter? You don't wash your ass all weekend, and then you want to give me some, you want to toot your butt up in the air? I'm going to say, go jump in the shower. And she's going to be like, what's wrong with this guy? What is this? I deserve better treatment than this. I don't deserve to be treated like some common fool running game out here. And then you're just going to twerk your rear end at me and I'm going to just fall for it. You're not going to give me no lazy head. If you can't give me good head, you better go ahead and learn. I'll let you practice, but you ain't going to get no reward while I'm teaching. See, when you're teaching, you don't get paid. I'm going to teach you. There's no reward for me teaching you how I want it. Okay, but not a lot of guys are willing to do this. You'll just accept what lazy ass performance they're giving you because they believe they know you. Ladies, you don't know men. You don't know them. I promise you, you think you know men, but you know goofy men <laughs> because that's who you've been dealing with. Goofy men and men, you're goofy. That's all. That's all. And this isn't any disrespect. See, the, the secret ladies to this, the secret ladies to this is you will have no problems getting what you want. See, this is where the guys will say, you simping coach. Oh, no. You'll get what you want. No question. Almost no questions asked. Now, you ain't going to get spoiled, but you will have no problems with things being booked. You will have no problems with X, Y and Z. You know how to give me my space, my time to decompress, and let me do my job. You will find yourself, hey, here, take this over there. I want you to go to the grocery store, and you got 500 extra dollars. That shit, do whatever you want. People will call that simping. Andrew Tate said, that's not simping. <laughs> She's doing what you want. She's on your program. But they'll come in and tell me what you should give them. You're supposed to give me an extra $100 because we talking. I'm supposed to give you money because you're talking to me or we're in a relationship. You can't be that stupid because we still have problems we haven't ironed out. You need to make sure you're on my program to get access to my bank. Now, if I give you 
$100. You better be happy as large that you got $100. That means I'm rewarding you. <laughs> Pavlov's theory. And I'm trying to tell you to continue to do those things and you will continue to get this reward. <laughs> anyway, that's not simping. People will call that tricking. That's not tricking. Andrew Tate even agrees. That's not tricking. Because you're rewarding her and you petting her on the head. Good girl. And she shows you she lies on her back and she shows you her belly. Am I doing good, daddy? Yes, you are. Get him, Daddy. That ain't simping. That's not tricking either. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, marriage is more tricky than anything because you husbands are putting up with a, such a bad deal. And I see you guys all the time out there following your woman. She leading you on like an invisible leash. You sitting there all quiet, twiddling your thumbs. You need anything, honey? All she doing is existing. And she might be holding you at gunpoint, threatening your ass. If you don't keep doing what you're doing, I'm going to leave you. And I'm going to divorce great you the kingdom come. Okay, honey. Okay, darling. Sitting at the Raiders game and can't even cheer. Are you happy? Are you comfortable? Do you need something to drink? Do you need me to go get something at the concession stand for you, honey? Hey, here's a rule. Yeah, asking for permission. Guys, here's a rule. Do not ever... Have a woman walk in front of you and you're following. I don't care if you think I'm old caveman or whatnot. And when you're crossing the street, if she's walking in front of your ass and you're following her, I don't know what to tell you. That that just the the optics of that makes me go, oh, my God, that the optics alone. Now, if you're in a crowd and she has your hand and she's in front of you, you're, you're kind of guiding her. She should be following you. And I mean, to me, she, I should have her hand. She, I'm leading her through the path. I'm not letting her bump into people and stop it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm in front. I'm sorry. I'm in front. She could be slightly, she could be a slightly, I know people think this is old school thought. I'm, she's never in front of me. I'm never following her. I don't know if you know, this is, they teach you this. They teach you this when you train your dog. Actually, my dog is going through training now. Young puppy. Shout out to Nova. My, my dog trainer said, if you allow the dog to be in front of you on the leash and the dog tells you where to go, the dog is leading you. Mm. Now, women will say, well, is he leading me? I, am I the dog? The reality is I'm giving you great benefits. You're following me. Yes, <laughs> you're following me. If you're a woman who can provide on her own and that shit, and you got your own safety and security and you have your own firearms and you got big traps and you could just knock a dude out at will. Fine. Go ahead, ladies. You can lead and you might be able to be able to pair up with me in a certain sense, but you're still going to follow. You're still going to follow. I mean, at the end of it, there's still going to be this dynamic of, there's not very many women that can lead CGA. They can't lead Greg. They can't lead Greg. I don't care how much money you make here. I don't care how many degrees you got. I don't care if you a judge. There's not many instances where that woman, I believe I'm going to follow her. I don't care what degree she got. I don't care what job she got. I don't give a damn because women's jobs are damn near. They're fragile. 
they can lose their job just like that. So I'm not going to let you lead because you got a job, a high-profile job. That doesn't matter to me. That doesn't, that never is something that struck me. Oh, you have a law degree and a job? Great, I'll follow you. No, hell, there's no way. Now, you can do some shit like that, but I ain't never doing that. <laughs> I ain't never doing that. The only way you leave me is you grab my Johnson and lead me into the bedroom. It's time, daddy. daddy. Here I come. I just can't deal with that. I just I just can't deal with that. Sorry, I'm going a little too hard. I can't deal with it. But I see the optics of a man following a woman, and I'm saying that man is losing in life. That man is purely losing. There's no way that woman's walking two or three steps in front of me, and I'm following her. I can't tell you that 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 optically, <laughs> that optically. Oh my. Anyway, I don't know. That just touched my, that just touched me to share that. Anyway, let's get to these super chats. Uh, we got, uh, where's the ladies at? They quiet today. Well, Faith isn't quiet. Peaches is here and I got Candake. What did you say? It sounds like you like them eggs French style with a little cheese with one yolk coach, LOL, and a woman who can actually cook. Indeed. Shout out to Candake. I think, uh, guys, the, the, the women that don't, that come, that let you stay at your, you let them stay at your crib or you stay at her house. And she asks you what's for breakfast. <sighs> she asks you what's for breakfast. Where are we going for breakfast? That's an L. That's an L. <laughs> That's going to be L. Because what I would tell you is she should say one or two things. Because if dinner's always on me, if the planning's always on me, if I'm always dictating, breakfast is on you. You should be telling me, I'm going to make this for breakfast. What would you want? Or I know a great breakfast place to go to. Breakfast is on you. Ladies, breakfast is on you. Dinner's on me. Breakfast is on you. That's kind of how it works. I try to simplify things. You either making me something or you taking me somewhere. <laughs> but you are not going to be like, what do we do? No, hell no. Just because you gave me some puss. No. Y'all do anything for some puss, man. Listen, I've been there. I've evolved out of that. Ever since this became very cheap, I can go get some. The war more shout out to you. John Ellison said, damn coach by Detroit Lions needed the Raiders win. He says, how did y'all blow that? We got the Rams' first draft pick. Damn it. It's crazy. Uh, Rational Rationality says, Kaylee came over last night after her JUCO graduation, withheld my meat, and he says, gave her the trash bag full of quarters and showed her that there's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. All right, let's see here. Who keeps talking about Croatia? John Ellison says, it's hilarious people be on YouTube telling you to go to Rumble. He says, sir, you're not even on Rumble watching this, shaking my head. <laughs> I know, man. I don't get it. And then they'll ask me, where's my Rumble's link? I'm like, well, that totally shows you how ineffective it is if you can't find me over there. And I think on accident, I have two profiles. I'm like, well, that's really bad. JC says, we about to be infected like Blade Trinity. Be careful with your meat. Lawar Moore at Games Wake. I said the eulogy. I said the eulogy. You didn't put it to bed. We need a new word of game. 
if you're still using game as a word in 2022, you're a dinosaur at this point. You're a zoo exhibit. You're a zoo exhibit. So you guys, all you need is game. Uh, 1990 called and they want their carcass back. <laughs> like they like they want your carcass back. Anyway, shout out to El Chino for the coffee. Rest in peace to Timon. JC says 304s choose me. They be like, sup for the weekend. Ninja. Oh, it is Friday, huh? It's Friday. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Teddy KGB as a man with paper and who travels. Housewives do not exist abroad either. Only if you travel outside the city centers and go to the countryside. This is true throughout the world. XXs throughout the world have changed. Yeah, this, the idea, yeah. Housewives, so women will be like, well, I want to work. Okay, great. <laughs> go work. But I'm going to put you in the category of women who have jobs, <laughs> right? You ain't going to get wife. You ain't going to get wifed up like that. I will use you. I will use you in one of the seven areas of qualification, though. You can get piped. So you're not completely useless. You're not completely useless, but you ain't getting a damn ring. And this is why marriage is going kaput. Because men don't see where the advantage of. There is a small percentage of men that say, I don't mind. And more power to you. I don't mind if my woman's career oriented. And that's more money for me. You might think that and be uh, finessed into the thinking like that. Completely fine. You guys are going to struggle and waddle, uh, waddle in the middle classes. You're never going to get ahead because both of you guys are job oriented. And you're going to get taxed to death. And most of your kids are going to be obese, fat, lazy, slow, ADHD, and so forth and so on. You're basically bringing more peons into the country, but that's all. Okay. Your kids and growing up in daycare centers and shit, but that's all right. Your kids going to the after school program and being bused two hours away. No, it's all right. I mean, if that's what you guys want. <laughs> but, uh, Ladies, if you got a job and a career and all that shit and you come home at 630 and you kick your heels off and you take your pantyhose off and you unloosen your bra and you lying there with your blouse and your pencil skirt and you're like, boy, I had a hectic day at work. Oh, we good. Just jump in the shower. Tell me what time I need to be over there. All right. Most of the time we're not going out for dinner. I'm going over. Let me work that stress out of you real quick. Let me work that stress out. And then after I'm done, I might chat with you for 30 minutes and I'm going back to the house. There's nothing you can give me. I'm not putting up with that shit every day. No, 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 no. I'll see you on Monday and Thursdays. Maybe you will be in a rotation, but your ass ain't getting no treatment. You ain't progressing in my life all the way up and maybe we can build again. No, no, no. Now, you can do that again. Another man will accept something like that and more power to both of you guys. You guys will just be just scraping by. You guys will get to a point in your life where you have everything you need and you'll just be ready to die. And he'll be ready to die way more, way earlier than you. All right, ladies, but <laughs> you ain't going to work yourself to death out here in the real world, right? 90 90% of you is all exhausted and gone. Then when I come in, you want to give me some lazy ass effort. I got to talk to you over a glass of wine, work the shit out, 
get you all, get you, get your stomach tingling and shit like that. No, 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 no. Convince you, you laying in the bed. All right. You want to put your bonnet and your head wrap on. Oh man, I really had a long day. Uh, perhaps tomorrow. No, I did that when I was younger and that's a fool's errand. I'm not taking that deal again. No way. Working yourself to your, working your fingers to the bone. And I'm supposed to do all these things a man's supposed to do. Oh, hell no. Cheap drum hacks. He says, uh, one day I learned to treat myself well without guilt was the best day or was the day I began to be happy. I think you meant the day I treated myself, learn how to treat myself. Uh, guys, I treat myself very well, very well. I buy the shoes that I want without guilt. <laughs> all right. I buy whatever I want and it's not in excess, but I got it. I feel good. I don't feel guilty neither. One thing you guys are going to figure out is the money you spent on spend on yourself or refuse to spend on yourself. You'll be all too willing to spend it on a woman. I don't get it. I don't get it. You guys will spend $350 a weekend hanging out with a woman and won't spend $350 on yourself. You'll be pulling the crowd. Oh, shit. What? I should, what? By the time you date, go out, go to the damn amusement park, the fair, the festival, the farmer's market, you done put down, plunk down $350 that weekend and then won't take yourself out. Like, what? I'll be at the damn Flemings like this, steak, and won't even get no peace leave. You didn't get nothing from it. I'll be out there, steak. I got a couple of drinks. All right, I got the I got the damn waitress coming in talking to me. So what are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hanging out, bruh. I'll be out there treating myself. I give myself better treatment than any woman can give me. This is why it's almost impossible for women to deal with me. I, I treat myself so well. I'll be looking at them like, oh, this is what you're doing? <laughs> like, wow. Anyway, the Working Man Podcast has said, what up, coach? I'm still laughing from your rant a few days ago. Don't talk about Huntsville no more. All right, we got people. Hey, man, people are fighting me now. Y'all fighting me now about talking about your city. He said, that's my hometown, but you still my favorite African-American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? All right. You know what I'm talking JC about? JC says, I need that T-bone steak, cheese, and eggs, and Welch is great for sure. Is that is that Biggie? All right. John H. Memphis is also home of Desmond Hatchet, who has 30 kids by 11 different women. Memphis, y'all taking L's here. All right, Ninja Snuggle, did you see how Kaylee was checking out ba Baker Mayfield last night? I didn't. At the game, we don't get the angles that you get on TV, right? Henry Resilient, I'm, I'm on my way to my favorite city, Columbus, Ohio, with my daughter in tow to celebrate my birthday. Hope, uh, what's up for the weekend? What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? So it sounds like your ex gave you access to your child on your birthday. Congratulations, JC304SB, surviving off Uber Eats. They not cooking. They not cooking. They're not cooking. Ladies are trying to get rid of that. They try not to cook or clean. You're going to see this in the video coming up. They try not like, I don't want to cook or clean. And cooking clean is not a feminine job. It's not a feminine role. We're trying to, we're trying to change roles, right? Or we're trying to gloss over and give roles to everybody. For some reason, cooking and cleaning, they don't want to do. Oddly enough, the people that I see cooking and cleaning and doing maid services are women. But again, you're doing slave wage work and you're choosing the paycheck. I keep telling you guys, you share crop and ass mentality, people. Keep putting yourself back in the same condition you previously was just leaving. Mm. The human mind is weird. You want to be slaves, but it's okay. 
sharecrop mentality. I ain't never cooking and cleaning for a man. And then your ass at Subway cooking and cleaning. <laughs> you at Subway making 511 sandwiches and cleaning the kitchen. Like, <laughs> wait, let me get this straight. You don't want to cook or clean, but you got a job where you cook and clean and they pay you slave wages. You goofy. But I hope you're strong and independent, too. <laughs> you didn't make 50 sandwiches today. Soon as I say make a sandwich, <laughs> I tell you, man, these these people come in the spirit of Jezebel and the rebellious spirit of Lilith. They have no intentions of treating you well. They don't want to treat you well. They're lazy. They're lazy. Like when I see you in Popeye's drive through and I'm like, you strong and you don't want to cook or clean. And you literally, <laughs> you're literally taking out the trash. You're taking out the trash. All right. Same as the career woman. I don't cook or clean. Y'all be doing the office party. And guess what? You know, ran to the store and you got the office party and the damn potluck. You done made macaroni and cheese and egg salad and all that shit. Now you cooking and you're going to clean up after the office party, too. You cooking and cleaning, too. You have no problem. You all happy to bring your ass nasty ass egg salad uh, that is spoiled and the mayonnaise is bad. You cook and clean, too. Not only that, the women in my maid service are always women. The people in my maid service, they're always women and they're always cleaning my house. <laughs> I don't get it. You cook or clean regardless. Not only that, you cook and clean for yourself. Obviously, you don't if you're overweight because you're eating too many Uber Eats. And you know you're wasting a lot of money eating Uber Eats. Uber Eats. I keep calling it Uber. You waste shit ton of money with Uber Eats. You order some damn, I'm going to go with Subway again. You order a Subway sandwich, a $5 foot long, and it's $40 by the time they drop it off in front of your door. I'm like, lazy. People are lazy as F. All right, shout out to Obi Trice. Coach, the reason why ladies are so quiet is because they just here for the jokes. He says, you know, they like a man that makes them laugh. They do. I have a sense of him. The ladies really love me, man. They know I'm really not harmless, and I don't intend to harm ladies. I'm not here to harm or abuse ladies. But you ain't about to take advantage of me. That's, that, that's one thing that ain't about to happen. <laughs> you ain't about to... Take advantage of me and then pull out this whole sheet of things that's supposed to happen in relationships. Well, what you're supposed to do. And then as soon as I open my mouth, well, what you supposed to do, they rebel in the spirit of Je Jezebel and Lilith. Well, what do you mean I'm, what I'm supposed to do? But I'm supposed to do all this shit over here. Let me tell you what's about to happen. I either run you or you run me. There's no in between. And I guarantee you my value is in society is a lot higher than yours. Thus, I can change your life with one commitment. I can change your life with one commitment. One, okay, you're my girl, changes your freaking life. On the other hand, you can't do that to me unless it's negative. Unless it's a negative experience, you can't change my life. Even if you do something like give me a marriage and kids, I pay for that. Like it changes my life, but I contribute to that. I pay for that. That's something that we equally get. <laughs> All right, but that's that's neither here nor there, but that's how I look at people. Anyway, 
You either run me or I run you. There's no in between. No, 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 no. I know it's old school thought. A lot of women can't deal with it, but I'm going to ask you, ladies, uh, take a look at your paper right now and tell me how successful you are in relationships and love. Doing it your way. Doing it your way, how successful are you? There's some people that are here that are married. Some married women are watching me. But say you don't have a marriage, which is the ultimate status of success in, in relationships. That is the only way you can judge a success for a woman is, is she married? There's no other way. I don't care about your long-term relationships you had. Nothing. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean nothing. Did you Were you able to get a man across the threshold and the altar? If you haven't, if you haven't, or you had and you lost it, you're a failure in the eyes of the Lord. Mm. <laughs> All right. Not society. In the eyes of the sky daddy himself. Get him, daddy. You have failed. There's no success. Now, with that being said, how successful are you doing it the way you've been doing it? Mm. You've had none. Until you meet CGA. And if you believe that I ain't the one, fine with me. Your rent's still going to be due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. LaWar Moore, coach, I feel you. I definitely treat myself to the fullest. Real spill. Indeed, man. Shout out to you, man. I got to <laughs> I gotta catch up, man. Your boy, Scoot, TGIF, he says he got what? He said, break out, the, barbecue in there. break out the barbecue. Break out the barbecue. Juan says they consulted with another XX on what we want failure. Yep. That's like when men go to a friend, the friend of a female, and say, oh, my female's been tripping. Uh, my girl's been tripping. My woman's been tripping. What do I need to do? Never go to her. Okay. Dewana says, I tell my teen son to ask their mom her plan for them. <laughs> All right, that's obviously a co-parent. They have no plan. I've seen women actually just destroy children's lives. All with the express purpose of blaming the, the baby daddy. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They'll sacrifice their kids like people in tribes sacrifice their kids to gods, destroy them to, to the goat, to the goat, the goat daddy, whatever. Women will destroy their kids. Just for the express purpose of blaming you in the end. It's weird. But trust me, it's, in, it's a natural thing. This is, look, they've warned you. J. Cool says, uh, the Jezebel, the story of Jezebel warned you. The story of E warned you. The story of Lilith warned you. This is how they think. And this is why they need instruction. Or else they'll be headed for self-destruction. Okay, it's okay. Ladies, I know you're, people think this is, I love women. People think I don't like them when I'm telling you this. I like you, but I know what you need. Yeah, I know what you need. You need someone that give you guidance and instruction. Obviously, if you've never had a father, this woman's purely incapable of being trained. That's like teaching an old dog new tricks. She's useless. She gonna come up lame. You want thoroughbreds out here. You don't want women coming in lame and limping. After 20 and 30 years of a single mother potentially destroying her or no, no father, you don't want this. She's, she's useless to you. No, she's not useless. You can use her. <laughs> but keep her out in the wild. Throw her back out there.
after you're done with her. She, you can't do that. Don't train, don't train these women. You're wasting it. But anyway, Jay Cool says some, some I've said I look like Billy Bob Thornton, so that is a plus, and I think my constantly smiling helps there. With your answers and wait, with your answers and ask, and you shall receive. I sometimes want things to happen faster than the process is proceeding. However, it all makes me stronger, so it's all good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. Hey, man. Hey, for men to build, it's a constant process. Don't rush it. Sometimes you'll get lucky, but as my definition of luck is, is when preparation meets opportunity, you're prepared for situations to take over. But guys, it's an everyday grind to build. You're not women. You're not children. Women can hit the lottery just like that. Children can just be blessed to be in the right circumstance. You, on the other hand, it doesn't work that way. You got to blood, sweat, and tears. You got to toil. You got to grind. You got to dig. And sometimes it still don't come out the way you want. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean you avoid struggling. Struggle is part of the story of success. If you're new here, I lived in my car 10 years ago before I got to this point and before you dismiss the fact that that um, this point is nowhere. I have over 2,000 people watching me concurrently. So if you think that's nothing, this is like filling up a high school gymnasium or a college, small college gymnasium and talking in front of them right now. And I do this on a daily basis twice a day. So you might want to dismiss that as that's nothing. This is significant. Okay, this is I'm holding court right now. Now, you, on the other hand, you, on the other hand, want to give up. Dude, you know how many times I wanted to give up? You know how many times I didn't want to wake up and go get it? You know how many times I wanted to quit? You know how many times I wanted to listen to people that tell me I was a nobody? You know how many times I had to give up eating and sacrificing and risking and eating plates of shit? I had to get up, go, get up, go, get up, go, good. And the one thing that you're going to learn is consistency is going to save your life. Be consistent, show up, and that's half the battle. Then be able to keep, be able to push through it. This is why I use words like conquer. This is why I have a great belief in myself. This is why I don't fear, oh, you're going to get canceled. And I have the ability to do what I need to do. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Shout out to Shaquille. He says, thanks for the fountain of wisdom in the building. And I think men need this information. Men do truly need this information. And I know a lot of guys are going to say, well, I'm black. I'm short. I'm ugly. I'm old. It don't matter. Within you is a spirit that God, Allah, the most high, your spirit, whatever your spirit belief is within it, your DNA, your nature, you have the ability to accomplish almost anything and overcome any deficit that has been put out in front of you and placed out here. You can do it. Sometimes you need luck. You can do it as a man. That's what makes you a man. That's what the world is not missing. They're misinterpreting. They think women can do what we can do, and they can't. In that aspect, they cannot. They're not built that way. What they need is help, meaning they need somebody to provide a safety net for them in case they crash and fall. And inherently, if you have a safety net, you do not have the, you, you are not going to go all out. You can always refer back to that safety net. Even if for a day, I was homeless, I could have lived on someone's couch and couch surfed 
for six months, but that six months would have turned into six years because of that safety net. It would have made me and propelled me to believe I don't have to go get it. But sleeping in the back of my Ford Explorer, let me know every day I don't want to be here for a year. I don't want to be here for two years. I can't do this for six years. I have to do it now. And I have to look out for personal me. Now, overcoming that makes a person entering my life that much more dangerous because that person has the ability to put me right back there where I don't want to be. All because she has a pissy mood that morning. We'll go over that and review it. Just because she pissy, now all of a sudden, I'm back in my Ford Explorer. It never is going to happen again. And I learned this young enough in my life to realize I'll never give that person the power. Despite the fact that she says she will never do it. Guys, that's like your pet rattlesnake saying that they'll never bite you. At some point, they'll get to biting you if you're careless. <laughs> okay, anyway. Who is this? Shout out to, we're going to call you KPE, the king over there. He says, continued coaching greatness. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. And people are like, what kind of coach are you? I'm a hellfire brimstone coach. I don't take no shit. All right, with no, with no goofy ass. Bark. Love is, no, it ain't. No, love is leadership. Love is instructions. Love is, love is uh, tough love, in my opinion. You don't learn from being nice. You learn from getting your ass dumped, meaning you learn from bumping your head. And sometimes I have to thunk you on the forehead to go boom. But love is not being nice. And you fake parents, you fake weak parents out here are trying to love your kids instead of teach them. And that's why you're failing. Look at you. Look at your kids. Hey, take a look here. Hey, this is not a rant. Kids, parents, look at your kids. Look at your kids. Just take a hard look at them. Just look at them. If they're fat, slow, depressed, if they're all of these things, incapable, have no belief system, have no structure, no discipline, if their bedroom is chaotic, that's your fault. You're a weak-ass parent. You have no leadership, and you're trying to be your kid's friend. That's your coaching for the day, ladies and gentlemen. You softy. Yeah, capital S-O-F-T, soft. <laughs> Somebody says, what time does the show start? Anyway, you have no ability to parent at all. And unfortunately, you can't even do it with one to two kids. And that's how sad today's society is because parents in the past had 10 to 12 kids, eight, seven in one bedroom. And here you are. And they had tough love and guidance and structure most of the time. And you got one or two kids and you can't even do it. Your grandmother is rolling over in her grave. And she cooked and cleaned, most likely, and got paid low wages and was oppressed. And look at you, daycare center ass parent and ass kids. I'm telling you, bro. I know people don't like this, but you guys are as a as a system. When I say you guys, I, I say we as a system, we are pitiful. Across the board and so quick to blame somebody else. It's despicable. I mean, I can't even tell you. This is why this is why I don't associate with many of you people. It, I, single mothers, I have no I, I can't with you people. 
I can't. Your whole damn kids don't even respect you, and you're out here dating. It's despicable. Mm. <laughs> it's despicable. I don't know what even to explain. I'm trying to be nice so you guys can You people. It's reprehensible behavior out here. I, it's reprehensible. You, you know what? You're not looking for uh, you're not looking for a uh, a person. You're looking for a savior. You're looking for somebody to save you, and then you're bucking in rebellion the entire time. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. You're rebelling, and you want somebody to save you. I don't. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Because then I come to save you. I'm over here with structure. I got a big desert storm bunker, multiple vehicles. I, I'm economically economically available. And you will come tell me what you're not going to do. I, I swear to God. With two kids from two different baby daddies. You're old. Yes, you're old. What are we doing? <laughs> Your kids are over out of out of shape. They're they're your your kids don't even realize how you're ruining them. They don't. They won't know until they're 30 that you completely sabotage their lives for selfish reasons. I know I got to get to these super chats for self purely selfish reasons. We have a selfish society. Anyway, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, let's get to the main event because uh, let's get to the main event. All right, anyway. Sometimes I got to get on my soapbox and people are going to be upset about it and they're saying this is a rant and whatnot, but I keep coming across these situations, right? We don't have common knowledge. We blame everything on just about everything except ourselves. We don't look in the mirror. And we're losing as a society. We, let, we literally exchanged a six foot nine WNBA player for a masked murderer, criminal monster. And black women are crying in happiness. So Brittany Griner, you ain't never seen her play a basketball game in your life, but you're crying because this person got released uh, for some unfair criminal charges. I swear to God, you guys, your priorities are ass backwards. It's awful. It's awful. And then when I disagree, you want to say, well, you ain't black or you hate women or. No, it's it's dumb. You're doing dumb things repeatedly, <laughs> repeatedly. I don't get it. I have no allegiance to anyone. The only allegiance I have is to CGA. I don't care about color because it's a it's it's only something that it's only something that lazy people will use as an excuse. I'm tired of it. Same thing as being a woman and being a man and being a black man. I heard the, I heard it all. I've been here for 47 years. For 40-something years, I've been heard this bullshit repeatedly. And all you do is put a two or three generations behind the eight ball. That's all you're doing. Waiting for a miracle. Waiting for an absolute miracle to drop in your lap. You're waiting for the money tree to appear in your front yard. And if you use the excuse enough, you think the money tree is going to show up. No, you know what's going to show up? Two or three more generations of criminals. That's what's going to show up. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Statistically, this is true. You're you're not preventing, you're preventing two or three generations of actually improving their lifestyle. lifestyle. 
Okay. You don't remember the fact that you keep dropping your kids off at the boys and girl, girls uh, daycare for 12 years of their life. You forgot about that. Yeah. That's why your kid is nobody. That's why they're nobody. Let me stop. Because <laughs> people are going to get pissed. They're going to be started. Anyway. Let's get to the main event. Should men record their interactions with women? Should men record their interactions with women? Here we are. Um, let's go to a couple of things here. Somebody actually tried to show me this story about there's a guy named LaTruth. He's a YouTuber. Shout out to the YouTubers and content creators. Uh, let's see if I can play the video here. Uh, I think this is it. And I can't go through the whole story because it's somewhat confusing. But this woman's having an episode. In the past, they called it she became hysterical, which is somewhat now the feminists have deemed that term uh, misogynist. And because it refers to a, a anatomy the his, or a part like the um, it refers to a procedure, his, hysterectomy, which it only refers to women. So if they say a woman's become hysterical, many feminists will balk at that and say that's sexist. OK, but. We know what we're describing. She's having an emotional episode. And this is the equivalence of a temper tantrum. And we'll go ahead and watch. Please. Oh, let me let me let me refresh it. Instagram does this to me. So she's throwing a temper tantrum like a uh, child. And let's go ahead and play. Four one six one three eight nine. Brianna Hampton. She just pepper sprayed me. She just pepper sprayed me for no reason in my house. I can't keep following me. No, I ain't following you nowhere. No, I don't have a gun. You really doing this lying stuff again? I'm recording everything. Please hurry. Yeah, please hurry, because she's please. crazy. Please hurry, she's crazy. Thank you. Please hurry up, she's crazy. I can't keep No, I'm not. I'm upstairs. You downstairs. Do what you do. No, I'm not. Do what you do. I'm way up here. Do what you do. Okay, so first thing I notice here is that place is messy. That place, that house is absolutely despicably messy, which means that she doesn't have enough instruction to keep that house clean. There's bags everywhere. Now, we'll excuse it if they just moved in, but judging by the shape of their carpet and all of the tracks that they got around the carpet, they haven't, they've been there for quite a long time. All right, so... um. For the house to be in that condition shows me that somebody's not on their job. Okay, somebody's not on their job. That's number one. Number two, she's having a fit. She's throwing a fit, temper tantrum. She's um, having an emotional episode, which all women are capable of. All right, all men are capable of it, but this typically lends to female nature when they throw a fit, right? And so she's throwing a fit, a temper tantrum, and she's going to the court of public opinion. Let's go ahead and bring up the court of public opinion. All right. Court of public opinion to use the damsel in distress. All right. Uh, the Brittany Griner was a damsel in distress situation that we were overcome with emotion. We have to save the woman. And the damsel in distress has been used in, in situations where women have got caught up in situations that they led themselves to. Now she's using it as, as a simp wolf whistle and she's selling wolf tickets. She's obviously lying to the 911 or the police. He's not following her. He does not have a firearm or he's not brandishing it. She's not, he's not threatening, threatening her. But the best thing he did was pull out his phone to record it and capture this. 
Many women will black out and have one of these episodes and she doesn't mean it, right? Oh, I didn't mean it. And then uh, we would, what happens is collateral damage, right? Collateral damage ensues, meaning a police report has been filed, maybe a restraining order. She might go all the way through to see that she punishes you for whatever you did. You didn't give her a sucker that night. Uh, you asked her for too much sex. You threatened her to make her eggs. You cut off the Costco card. It could be something very minimal that sets her off and she wants to prove a point and she's hell bent on it. Now, in the past, men have been reluctant to record them in these blackout episodes of emotional uh, manipulation. But what I would encourage you is always record any episodes like this. It will save your life. Now, it won't prevent her from doing the collateral damage because the collateral damage is going to ensue now that she's got her overseer coming to the house to try to figure out what really happened. But what you can do is show her she could actually have this in embarrassment. She will see that she had an emotional episode and she will have to own up to it that she was lying and manipulating the situation. She'll have to admit that at least in her mind because the evidence will be there. There's nothing that can be done. Now, they're still going to deny that they did this intentionally, that they lied and manipulate, but you still want to have that out here. And you do want to have the comment section address this. I had this with my ex-wife call the police on me at a child's event. And as a result, the, uh, the when it was the video was up, I had took it down. When the video was up, the comment section was brutal on her. Then my daughter found it later on. And then she she was still in support of her mother, even though she could actually obviously see what was occurring. This is just the nature of human beings. We look at the woman as still needing help, even when we feel sorry for her, even when she does something uh, deceitful like this. But uh, obviously, I'll play the film again. He doesn't look like he's threatening her. He's, he's recording her, and I think the recording is going to lend to him being at least giving, giving him the benefit of the doubt in the situation. We don't know what happened before, but that's irrelevant. Never let anybody make you feel guilty for recording you just uh, in this situation, if you're in a relationship. All right, let's go ahead and play it again. By the way, without the recording, this woman could actually create a narrative that he cannot explain. So this is why you should record anytime she throws a temper tantrum and keep everything documented. Save it. Send it to your Google Drive, if you will, or somewhere where you can keep it as evidence. And I would say I would cut this relationship off. All right. There's no way I would go back. I don't care if I was at fault for creating this. I would not go back. But that's neither here nor there. Brianna Hampton. She just pepper sprayed me. She just pepper sprayed me for no reason in my house. No, I ain't following you nowhere. No, I don't have a gun. You really doing this lying stuff again? Now, that point right there, he asked her, are you really doing this lying stuff again? I don't know why men put up with this shit, but men do. This is, again, why men, um, you know, we can't keep blaming women for our problems. You guys keep selecting them. You guys keep allowing them to do this. And you guys keep going back to them when they do it. It's your fault, Jermaine. Yes, it is. It's your fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I'm recording everything. Oh, Blue Blackens just said it. Yeah, please hurry, because she's crazy. Please hurry, she's crazy. 
Now, she has a good little taper waist there. That's pretty good here. Uh, but you guys do this because a woman's beautiful, right? Or you think she is? Thank you. Please hurry up. She's crazy. She's crazy. I'm sure he knew this already. That house is despicable. That, Ladies, if your house looks like this, <laughs> Jesus. This house is absolutely reprehensible. My house does not look like that, bro. I... If I got two pieces of thing out, I feel like I'm dirty. This is a disgusting house. This is absolutely disgusting. No, I'm not. I'm upstairs. You downstairs. Do I guess it looks better there. What you do? No, I'm not. Do what you do. I'm way up here. Do what you do. Look at this. Who lives like this? Oh, my God. All right, man. Somebody's instructions are not working. Good Lord, have mercy. Who, who lives like that? Ladies, y'all live like that. That's reprehensible. As a woman, you should be offended. All right, let's look at this interaction here. This is going to be on Facebook. So let's go ahead and go over to Facebook. Do I have the share? Do my share on the right tab? All right, let's look at this interaction and judge why it's important that you record interactions. This is a story of a guy who allegedly it might be a fake or I don't know, a skit. He allegedly called his girlfriend cheating. The boyfriend's there and he confronts them but he gets his camera out. Let's go ahead and play it. Yeah. Get out! Get out of our house. You Hold on for a second. I have to refresh the screen. <laughs> Sorry, boy. Uh, let me see here. Here it is. Caught her yep. cheating in their house. Yep. And this happened. I've been here for six months. And you in my house? You in my house? Get the f out! You in my house? Please, send somebody please. You in my house? Please, yeah. please, please. Yeah, I didn't please. Report. So... Uh, the court of public opinion is always going to be used when they F up. So this is why I can never believe a domestic violence story unless I see it. I can never believe something happened. When the woman calls the police, I can't believe it unless there's evidence. He beat on me. He beats on me. Oh, no, 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 no. Because this is what people do. Please, please hurry up. Come, come, come. I got caught. And most of the time they're having these episodes because they got caught and you're going to prove them wrong. This is childlike. This is temper tantrum. Uh, let's continue. Here. Guy, yeah. Into my house. yeah, no, he did not. Please, please, no, he please. Did. I live here. I live here. Hurry, hurry, yeah, hurry. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I live here. He in my house. We have this shooter. His name is Elijah. Okay, um, I, I do notice that she's blocking or helping defend the guy she's cheating, allegedly cheating on with. So this guy's being <laughs> hidden. She's helping him. So he doesn't get harmed. And now she's playing the damsel in distress. Guys, the damsel in distress is real. There's nothing to say that the damsel in distress has been used to manipulate society for a long time. Little Red Riding Hood all the way up until every damn thing. Damsel in distress. The three little bears. All right. there. That's all the story of damsel in distress, mostly caused by the girl. And not only that, instructions were given to that girl to not do exactly what the girl did. She did it, got caught. And then now you're supposed to save her. Eliza, yes, come on, come on. Look at him. She's got the fair face. Please send somebody. Man, what is going on with this? <laughs> I don't see no stains on this mattress. What is going on with this damn mat? Man, what is going on, man? Get your guys. Let's get our priorities straight. Let's just say that's her house. 
This is who you're following. These are the ninjas that say she pays for me, right? This, if this is her house, you got to straggle. That's number one. If this is your house, your priorities are out of whack. You do not want to be living like this for very long, bro. Let's get a good damn box spring. Let's get a damn box ring cover. One of them damn, I can't remember what they call it. Look at the sheets don't fit. No headboard, no pillowcases. You guys got to stop with the bullshit telling me you're out here macking and you got a girlfriend, but this is your situations. The reason why you're struggling with women is because you're dating the women that you can afford. You got in a relationship with a woman that you can afford. That's why you got methany out here going crazy. Because that's what type of woman you get with that type of uh, freaking box spring and mattress. Let's continue. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Y'all got to level up. Jesus. Let's get to where's the damn. Here it is. I'm just giving instructions for the men. My phone, I'm destroying my house. My phone, bro. It's in your Oh, he tried to beat him, beat him up. Hey. Look at that kitchen. Y'all live like animals out here. That part yeah. is clean. Come on. Like, it's not that bad. Get out of our house. You're right. You're right. Come on. Get out. Go. Oh, I live here. No, please. I live here. Somebody. <laughs> she said somebody. <laughs> Okay, so um, again, this is what we try to teach children is to not yell fire in an open theater. You have to learn that by doing it once. You can't go through the airline TSA security and mention anything about a bomb or a firearm. This is probably going to get you. So you have to learn. Not only that, ladies, if you want to be taken seriously when you're being victimized, don't use that to your advantage when you're guilty. Meaning don't ask for help when you're the damn perpetrator. You do this often, and then people won't credit you when you actually need help. This is called selling wolf tickets. This is the same thing I tell the black community. Stop saying something is racist all the time, because when something actually is racist, nobody's going to care. Because they didn't hurt the three or four times you said it's racist, and then they showed up, and it wasn't racist. It was just two stupid people, right? So um, in this situation, she's doing this, and she's trying to play the victim. And then guess what? Nobody's going to care next time there's a legitimate situation um, it's going to be on a show. I did hear her screaming in 511 gunshots. And did you come to help? No, because she done done this before and it was false. If you want people to think about women being sexually assaulted and take it as credible, you need to get the fair, the, the false alligators in order of not using false allegations against men to get back at them. If you want men in society to treat deadbeat daddies as deadbeat daddies should be treated, stop making deadbeat daddies out of parents and men who just want to be fathers. You see what I'm seeing? We can make this examples across the board. And what we do in our society is because we're pissed and we want to get back, we will do a situation. And then all of a sudden we, we make a false situation true. And then we ruin the credible people in society. Anyway, I'm glad he recorded it because now he can make her look stupid. All right, so that's the situation there. Let's go to the next one. The next one. Should we record interactions with women? I'm glad this guy did. Now, this is a guy who's a military guy. He came back and he found out Jody got your girl. And uh, he's recording it. I don't know if he set it up, 
But uh, Jody got your girl. Let's go ahead and go to this page, which seems to be a page that reposts red pill content. Let's continue here. Over here, you know, I'm overseas. People telling me all the time, they're like, "Man, your girl probably got another man already." And I'm like, "Man, no, I, no, she, no, she won't. She's faithful. She's faithful." But then I get I here. I have been faithful though. I on, have man. been faithful. Did you see what she said? Did you see what she said on that camera? Did see you see? It? I, I mean, we both sat there watching with our headphones in this freaking building right here. Look to your. That's the building we was just in, and you sat there and told this man right here about how you felt about me. Somebody else sat there. Why do people sat there and do stuff? You sat there and did this. You sat there. You sat over there. You were sitting over there telling me. Why do people say you sitting over there? And they might be standing up. And by the way, this guy, I don't know, man. He's putting his hands up. This might be a skit. Who knows? But let's play it. And now you got this crazy look on your face. Like, you don't even care about what's, what's going on with me. Like, you don't, I don't have no feelings. It's, it's not even like. So what's the problem? Help me understand. Okay, what's the problem with you? So why why you felt like the need? Like I said, I have not been able to reach you. You don't you don't even be sending me enough money. I got to come up here to apply for a job. Yeah, she got fifty eleven excuses. So uh, now she's gonna go into the excuse mode. She's been caught, and now I'm glad he caught this part on. He says uh, he hasn't been there for her. He's in the military. You probably shouldn't known. He's probably gonna get deployed or go through some training. She should have known that, but of course she accepted the relationship. And then when reality hit, she's gonna blame him. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Um, and now then she also using, of course, if it's a skit, it is still somewhat true. Women will use these tropes to blame you for doing what she naturally wants to do, and that is slide up and down the pole. And now she's gonna say, I had to go get a job, you're not sending me enough money, and so forth. This is uh this is bird brain conversation here but this is typically what they do and many people will then say well you wasn't hitting it right you wasn't paying her attention you wasn't uh giving her energy and spending you know they're gonna blame you for it and she thinks she can get away with it uh but i would fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade as well let's continue it's taking care of these kids by myself all right like, I a question for you so what was your intentions with him after getting his number that's a real question thank you what was your attention? I just need somebody to talk to. I just need somebody to talk to. So these are all tropes that we allow women to get away with, even when they put themselves in a situation where she's with a military guy. Obviously, he can't do what uh, he can't be her Superman. And no man can. Uh, this is the dangers of committed relationships, because in the beginning, hey, she's like, all you have to do is money, energy, attention and time. You take those away. The relationship is gone. It's gone. It keeps proving me right. She said, you didn't give me money, energy, attention, and time. She literally said that. I need money, energy, attention, and time. And you took it away, and bye-bye. I'm back on the carousel. Okay. So I'm glad they recorded that. That did or skidded it. They gave us a skid. I'm glad at least that they um, presented that. For me, let's get to the Nick Carter situation. For me, this is another case here. Nick Carter's getting me too. I'm not defending him. I did read the allegations. They seem somewhat very despicable. And uh, even his brother, Aaron, who died previously, did level these charges at Nick as well. But this is not something that is abnormal. Male celebrities do get access to teenage or adolescent women very easily because these women are typically the ones that do show up. And then the history of rock and roll and rap, this is the case. Okay, I've been warning you of this. This could happen to any celebrity. And I actually said this. I said men in the 90s need to be 
warned that this could happen to you because, yeah, there was a lot of backstage underage adolescents. How you doing? There was a lot of that going on, and that's the history of rock and roll. All right, but here it is right here. I'm not excusing the behavior, but here it is. Nick Carter hit with a lawsuit and alleged rape of a 17-year-old girl backstage in 2001. I actually have warned men to do this. I mean, not, not to do this. Sorry. Somebody going to clip that. I've warned men that this possibly could happen for the, for the celebrities in the 90s and 2000s because Me Too hasn't come for all of them yet. But it started. It's going to. It's going to. Uh, here it is right here. 39-year-old woman. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Has filed a sexual battery lawsuit against Backstreet Boys singer Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Sorry. Mm. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Nick Carter of graping her and infecting her with HPV when she was 17. The suit uh, was filed Thursday in Clark County, Nevada. So she from Vegas. She a Vegas skeezer. Uh, yeah. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And claims the assault against the accuser Shannon Shay Ruth happened February 2001 after a Backstreet Boys concert in Tacoma, Washington. All right, the age of consent in Tacoma, Washington, I believe is 18, as it is in mostly the West Coast, mostly the South and the Midwest and the East. Most are 17 and 16, but that's neither here nor there. But that relates to the story. Attorneys for Ruth held a press conference at the Los Angeles Beverly Hilton Hotel where the plaintiff was also present and detailed the alleged assault. The entirety of the press conference was live stream on Facebook. Ruth, who identified herself as autistic and living with cerebral palsy, alleges that Carter who was 21 at the time in 2001, invited her backstage underage uh, to his tour bus after meeting her amongst a group of friends uh, and fans who were asking for autographs after the show. And this is not uncommon. This is fairly, fairly common among celebrities. It's too easy. It's a slam dunk. He probably don't even remember the chick. Uh, Roof claims that Carter handed her a funny-tasting beverage that he called VIP juice a mix of alcohol and cranberries. Oh, I hope he doesn't have anything that he said that actually thing on camera because that's a slam dunk. A mix of alcohol and cranberry juice and led her to the bathroom in the tour bus where he exposed her, himself to her and instructed her to get on her knees according to the complaint obtained by Variety. This is a spin. It is all Jermaine Pope. It's always Jermaine Pope. I mean, she's spinning the details. She's spinning the details. Um, and this is kind of what the problem is about when women say, well, men need to lead. Men need to do this. They need awesome. But what they're what she's doing is she probably didn't have a problem with the drink he gave her. She probably didn't bulk. He didn't make her drink it. She probably took the drink. All right. If let's just say the episode is true. She's just spinning the story and victimizing it. Then led her to the bathroom. Of course, men are going to lead you to where they need to go. So. You know, that's that's not something that raises the hair on my arms and it's fairly normal. And then he exposed himself. He whipped his Johnson out first and said, follow suit. I mean, this is typically how these things go. And then instructed her to get on her knees. This is called directions. You know what I mean? This is not an assault. It wasn't like she was held at gunpoint. This is how this is how scenarios work. Now, if you're a normie in Kansas, you might be appalled by this. But this is a sexual interaction. He did not ask for the ID, and then he did not record her. This is where the problem is. This is why going forward, it might be it might be a situation where you need a recording of something, maybe the sexual interaction, 
maybe her getting on the tour bus, maybe her leaving the tour bus. In my place, I have I have cameras everywhere on the perimeter of the house. So this is where you should be recording. On the perimeter of my house, I have cameras everywhere and it's being recorded. I mean, side, back, front, garage, I mean, everywhere, doorbell. So if you even come to my property, you're being recorded. When you exit my property, you're being recorded. So that post-interaction, if somebody did claim something, they could see the post-interaction behavior. You might also be audio recorded. And I also record you as you're leaving my house from the inside. I do this. You don't have to do this with their knowledge. Now, if there's a conversation, you might have to. But what I will do is get an interaction as you're leaving the house, maybe walking down my stairs or you're walking, you're standing at the door waiting for me to open it or give a ride. As I go, I will make sure I excuse myself, leave you standing there or when you're leaving my bedroom or you're going down my stairs, I will record you just so you can see what the behavior is. The behavior is when you're leaving. Then when you go to the outside of the garage, you're being recorded. If you go out my front door, if you go to the back patio, if you go to the side of the house, you're recorded. You're recorded. And so I'm I'm suggesting you might not record the sexual interaction, but you certainly should be recording something. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> he says, just pay her and dip with an escort. Yeah. But even if you're dealing with an escort, which a lot of the, in this situation, she's the equivalent of an escort giving it up for free. She's a fangirl and she's thinking this is a great opportunity until he whips out the Johnson and she's appalled. Ladies, if you meet a celebrity, he wants to fornicate with you more than likely. He may not need to, but he will. Uh, what else does it say right here? She alleges he instructed her on how to proceed. He gave her instruction and that she was a virgin at the time. Highly unlikely, but that's what she says. All right. We need proof of that. And 22 years ago, Cannot prove if she was a virgin unless she's been to a doctor that can confirm at the time. So I'm not hearing that as well. That can be thrown out. And was visibly distraught during the assault. That's her story. We can't we can't determine that. Can't determine that. What could determine that is how did she act with you after the alleged event? Was she crying? Was she shaking? Was she confused? Was she quiet? Was she jovial? Was she happy? Was she saying thank you? Was she asking you for seconds? I mean, there's a whole different thing here. Recording it could let you know. According to the filing, Carter then pushed Ruth down on the bed and proceeded to penetrate her. This is based on this. And she stopped or she begged him to stop and told him and told her it would be their special secret. Can't really determine. That's his story and her story. Now, now, in the previous clips, I showed you videos of women lying, even on video. This woman has no evidence, and she might be lying. We can't take this word verbatim. And some people will say, why don't you believe her? I just showed you previously that women can lie and will lie, even on film. So I need evidence. Says right here, the altercation concluded with Ruth claiming that she would be telling someone about the attack. That's her words, but 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 obviously she failed for 20 some odd years. She threatened that she was going to tell somebody and she didn't. OK, but Carter retaliated by bruising her arms and telling her she was a retarded little bee 
that no one will believe her, the foul reds. The foul reads. <laughs> okay. This sounds outlandish. To me, it sounds outlandish. You can believe what you want. I don't, I don't find this completely credible. The last 21 years have been filled with pain, confusion, and frustration, shame, and self-harm. She would need to provide evidence of that, meaning she's been scratching, clawing, trying to cut her wrist, and in therapy. That are a direct result of Nick Carter graping me, even though I'm autistic and live with cere 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 cerebral palsy, palsy, I believe nothing has affected me more than what Nick Carter did to me. This is, this is what she's saying right here. Nick Carter's attorney said this claim about this incident that supposedly took place more than 20 years ago is not only legally meritless, but also entirely untrue. Unfortunately, for several years, Mrs. Ruth has been manipulated. Wait, has Ms. Mrs. Ruth or Ms. Ruth has been manipulated into making false alligators against Nick. And those allegations have changed repeatedly and materially over time. And if they have evidence of her, her emailing and saying she could say this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say that. If you have a text messages that a woman says, well, I'll just say, or I'm going to say, that's proof that she's lying. Okay. It's proof that she's lying. If you have any, this is why you screenshot. This is why you never delete messages. I don't care how old the relationship is with the woman. If the woman says over a period of time, I'll just say this and I'll make up that and I'll say this, that means she's lying. And they are probably going to have enough material to prove that, that she's willing to say whatever she wants to say in order to get it. No one should be fooled by a press stunt orchestrated by an opportunistic lawyer. There is nothing to this claim whatsoever, which we have no doubt the courts will quickly realize. Uh, last one. Uh, he also said, this is the lawyer for the woman, told the press conference that there are also three additional women, Jane Doe's, who have similar stories to Ruth, with two claiming that they have also been affected with HPV as a result of his attack. Okay. Um, and there was another woman that previously in 2017 had came forward, and she was a recording artist and claimed that he did the same thing in his Santa Monica apartment the day uh, during an off day from shooting The Hollow. Unfortunately, the woman never filed a case as the Los Angeles County prosecutors determined it was outside of the 10-year statute of limitations. Okay. This is a mess. This is a mess. But people do do things like this. This is a mess. So let's just say you're a person and these people say you would never have to worry about something like this, but you don't know you're going to be a star or celebrity in the future. How do you go around this? I say you need to start recording and keeping copies of receipts of women that you have even the slightest interaction with. The slightest. Meaning she just came over for a coffee. That's enough to get something recorded. Maybe you want to record sexual experiences. Keep your face out of it. Yes, that's fine. If you want to do that and she's like, record me, or can I record this? That's fine. So you can see what the experience is. Potentially not let recordings happen on her side keeping these receipts. So I think men should record interactions with women, even in the slightest, meaning confirming that they made it home after care. Did you make it home safely? I'm looking forward to see you again. You want her to say, I can't wait to see you again. I enjoyed my evening. Thanks for taking me out. Thanks for doing X, Y, and Z. I want to see you again. This is enough 
to be able to get you off the hook. Maybe you have an interaction with her and then you record her leaving, getting in her car. Hey, I want to get a recording of your car. Then you can get it. They could always claim that you were forced to recording them and all that stuff. But uh, I do have one more part to this one and I got to really catch up. This is the part of um, this guy right here, just to follow up. This guy right here, we told you the story of the school principal, the school principal who probably should have recorded his wife. Uh, guys, if you're married and your wife flips out or she gets drunk on wine, record her ass. Since right here, school principal who deleted himself and we covered this story already. Um, at Disneyland wanted to end toxic marriage. And I always tell you, when a man deletes himself, it's probably over a marriage or his children. Okay, He doesn't just do it by himself. And his daughter has come to the rescue. His daughter. Of course, she could be lying, but the school principal who jumped with deletion at Disneyland after leaving a chilling deletion note, self-deletion note, decided to end his life because of a toxic relationship with his abusive wife. His daughter says in a shocking new interview, Christopher Christensen, age 51, who had been the principal at Huntington Beach's elementary school for 22 years, took a leap, a fatal leap Saturday, two days before he was due in court on child endangerment and battery charges. Now, this is the principal. He's obviously going to lose his career, even on the allegations. He didn't want to see that. And this is what he, this was his course of action. But we don't suggest you do that. In a new interview with the Daily Mail, 26-year-old Brittany Christensen, one of his three kids from a previous marriage, claimed that his wife, Marlena, had been the abusive partner and accused her of tearing up the family. You see this? This is what we're talking about. There were probably plenty of opportunities for him to capture this on video, and he failed. He failed, and that possibly could have saved his life. She says, quote, and this could be true or false, Marlena had been very difficult in our family for about the last year. <laughs> says right here, and we hadn't had any contact with her, probably not with the father either, and she also states, I just... Now, I just now start re regaining contact with Chris over the last two weeks, and it's been really great. So, uh, guys, in marriages, and I'm going to make this in marriages, isolation is a strategy that women use to be able to conquer you. It is not a conscious. It is not a conscience strategy. It is subconsciously is what they do. So they might say, we're best friends and we all we ever need. You're all I need in this life. And then slowly but surely, you will be taken away from your friends and family members. Hey, we can go out and have fun. We can be on the bowling team. We can go fishing together. We can go out on the lake. We all we only need each other. We can go on trips, vacations. And all of a sudden, you're spending way too much time with each other. It's the law of diminishing return. And this is a way you will be isolated from your family members easily, easily. Okay, you want to prevent this family members and friends. And so she's saying this woman isolated him and um, they were only married for three years. They were only married for three years. She says, uh, I just started regaining contact with my father over the last two weeks. And it's been really great. He'd been trying to figure out on how to leave her. Yeah, he was trying to end it. She said, in my opinion, it seems like this in my in his mind was his only way out of his relationship. Or maybe he was pushed. Oh, by the way, we do have a picture of the Nick Carter accuser. I meant to show you that. Christensen that played. Okay, so he pled not guilty. 
So this is the marriage here that if you guys remember, um, yeah, this is his only way out. Sad. When I talk about marriages, people do not want to hear me. And then this is a story where the guy says, or the, the, the daughter says, the only way out was to jump. This is, this is what people do not want to talk, talk about. And I talk about this. When I said earlier, I see you men in relationships. You guys look miserable. You think you're happy. She thinks you're happy. The only reason she thinks you're happy is she is in control. New, 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 new She's got you on the hook. She got you like a beta. Now she can break off whenever she wants. This is the only reason she's happy. Ladies, I've also said this. If a woman is happy in a relationship and she says you're happy, she's lying. <laughs> I would, I'm going to say this again. She's either delusional or she's lying. If she says she's happy and you are, I got news for you. She's lying. There's no way she can be happy and you can. There's no way. That means she's running you. She's happy with the course of the direction of the relationship. She's happy as a mother sucker. You, on the other hand, you there's no way you can be happy. You can either be a prisoner. Miss <laughs> right. Anita Carter. Mrs. Anita Carter wants to know why. I just told you why. You got the best situation. You got them under your damn thumb. Aren't you happy, honey? Uh-huh. I'm really happy. He ain't happy. He's not. Trust me, I'll get him, I'll get him a drink and I'll surround him by pretty skinned young women. And in, in, in no time flat, I'll show you. He ain't happy. All I got to do is get his ass drunk. Get him a drink, get him a young piece of piece of leaf sitting there surrounding him, stroking his leg, and he'll show me real fast he ain't happy. Mm. And I'll be like, I told you you wasn't happily married. <laughs> the only way she's happy is getting his dumb ass to do exactly what she wants him to do on a daily basis. Yeah, man. It's a cold, cold world out here. And he going to claim he happy doing it. I like doing it. Okay, you happy, you goofball. All right, go ahead. Oh, I wanted to show you the Nick Cannon accuser before I do all these super chats. Thank you for being patient with me. The Nick Cannon accuser does have a photo. This is the woman that claims she was uh, 17 and autistic. Just so you can see the photo. Uh, let's see here. Where is it at? Oh, man, it was on my. Oh, let me see here. Nick. Did I say Nick Cannon? Sorry. 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 Nick Carter. Jesus. Nick Carter. Nick Carter accuser. I, I meant Nick Carter. I keep saying Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon gonna send me a damn message. Um, yeah, I think this is her. This is, I think this is her right uh in the past. Let me see if I can share it. Now, you know, we don't want to judge. Is this the one right here? Damn, she looking like Master Splinter got to her. So this is what she... Wait a minute, is this the what? Okay, this is what she looks like. This is her. But no, 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 no. That's not her. That's that's the one that, that she didn't file the claim. All right, this is the one in the press conference right here. This is the one right here. This her. Where is that? Blow it up. That's her right there. All right, we do have a picture of her at home as well. And I'm not making fun of her. But we do have a picture of her uh, at her residence 
And uh, yeah, there it is right there. I think that's striking. Striking resemblance. I don't know if you can see the two. All right, let's go ahead and pair it up here. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. And why has she got barrettes on? Why has she got them barrettes in her hair? And she's 39 years old. Why she got them? <laughs> Hold up. Boy, attorneys, you guys are scumbags, man. Shout out to attorneys. Why you dress her up like a teenage girl? And she's 39. Like she looks like she try, they're trying to make her look like the 17-year-old she what was allegedly. But she got them these these things in her hair. These things in her hair is what a what a teenager in the in the 1980s would wear. Not even the teenagers today. Teenagers be looking like hoes today. All right, but look, they got her pushed. <laughs> this is stupid, man. I tell you, man, I can't take I can't take people seriously. Lawyer, these guys are scumbags, but you guys gotta pay your kids. Kids, uh, you got to pay off your law school somehow. Let's get to these super chats and everybody. All right. Thank you, brothers, for contributing. Some of these would be out of context because it was earlier on the show. Kaylin says a woman's selfishness will forever be one of the contributing factors that will keep her single or keep her a simp. All right. Somebody simps will try to make it work out. Sad, sad testimony of today's time. Okay, we got quite a few on PayPal, so thanks for being patient. Hit the like button. Uh, we will continue the show here, and I think one of the stories I'm going to have to leave off. Thomas Cripps, keep up the good work, Coach. I love the sinister music when you play the evil laugh. Indeed, we'll get to the dark side in a minute. I can't tell you what that music is because then they'll give me a strike, <laughs> All right, but we don't want that. I can't admit where I got it from, but if you watch wrestling you know ad austin most parents these days just give their kids away to daycare and grandparents and call it being the parent lazy parenting is the real tragedy parenting is more than just having fun with them yep my kids happy and we have fun and then i put them in a prison called daycare all day and torture them or i stick them with my grandparents who don't want to keep them or i stick them in a school and use the school as a babysitting service and then you claim yourself to be a success because your kid's happy and you take them to Disneyland and McDonald's and all kinds of shit, right? That's not parenting, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. All right, AD Austin says, guys who don't have cameras set up in their house are doing a grave disservice to themselves. Yep, and I don't just have security just for women. I have security for my own self-preservation. But with that being said, I use that in my interactions with women as well. All right, and it auto-records your ass as soon as you pull up just in case somebody wanted to get froggy and jump. As soon as you pull up, it acknowledges that you're being recorded. <laughs> as soon as you pull up to the Desert Storm bunker, you're going to get several alerts that you're being recorded. Several. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna say, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what it does, but it'll, it'll let you know you're being recorded. All right. Um. Anyway, Chairman Mo, he says, keep bringing the fire Wait, he bring the fire on them mouth breathers who have no structure, discipline, moral values, and plans for life. I believe in your message and lesson, CGA. I believe in you, the coach gang. He says, you all keep me going every day and stop me from falling in despair when I turned 40. Without you in the chats, I think turning 40 would have been messed up. By the way, 40 is not old for men. I don't care what people keep telling you about. People who say men in their 40s, even 50s, 
I know you think it's old, but guys, you're just getting started. In the in the measures of life, most successes for men have been in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. I just got to let you know. Now, vice versa, consequently, for women, that's not true. There are stories of that being true, though. Not as many for men. Gentlemen, 40s is not old. I know you're older looking, but uh, you're just getting started, just to be fair. And you should have got started a long time ago. Anyway. Uh, lastly, for those who don't think that CGA and the coach gang are worth it, ain't worth it, he says, let me tell you, hate or something, YouTube is blocking. YouTube is blocked in China. I had to buy two virtual private networks to bypass the communist censorship in China. Damn. I was wondering how you watch. I have to pay to watch coach and to chat with the coach gang. But at the end of the day, it is all worth it. Keep bringing the fire, coach. Keep bringing the smoke. Coach gang for life. Good Lord. My man is risking his life from going to the damn gulag in China to watch us. By the way, somebody wanted to translate my book into Chinese. I actually let that project fall, as I do many projects that are offered to me. Not all get through. And I was like, I didn't want to get trouble. I talked to an attorney in China, and they was like, yeah. <laughs> but the book wasn't going to be released in China. I just didn't want it to end up in China. And then they come looking for my ass because allegedly they have Chinese police departments here in America. Did you guys know that? In New York, they have police departments or agencies that are governing and watching over people in China. Yeah, bro. Look, I was kind of like, I don't want to mess with it. Although they have a billion people that potentially can read my book. I don't want no problems with the, the red flag parade. Sean, uh, Sean Williams says, um, hey, coach, it is also dangerous because the 304s also try to counter your documents with false documents, such as screenshots with no context while claiming victims. NPCs usually can't point out the flaws in those types of documents and recording. Example, Meg the Stallion, Meg the Stallion posted a screenshot of Tory Lange apologizing via text, but there was no real context to the text. Yeah, he probably didn't say, I apologize for shooting you. He just said, I apologize. That could have been from any point of the relationship, right? And he says, uh, she tried to make it seem like he apologized for shooting her. He then, he said he apologized for taking her and her friend to pound town. He cheated on her. And Sims couldn't see the manipulation by Megan. Jermaine gang, be careful. Dot your I's and cross your T's. Yes, in this world, uh, an allegation is enough to ruin your life. Just an allegation in itself with no proof. No context, no explanation. Many times the kryptonite to you is you can't question the person that is alleging these things. Now, that is the dangerous thing because they will say questioning her is victim blaming. I tell you, man, we got to this point of manipulation, not by accident, but by years and years of 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 a programming society. Years and years. It took years for us to get to the point where we can say the person can throw out an allegation. You can't ask questions. And, and that's going to imprison you. So people that say, don't worry about this happening to you, you're idiots. Because when it does happen to you, you can't get out of it, right? You can't get out of it. You're just hoping something saves you.
And many of these guys won't save you. Many of these dating coaches are just going to blame you too. I'm telling you, the victim blaming is the number one piece of, uh, that. that is like the nuke bomb. Because you can't say, well, why were you there? What were you wearing? Did you say anything? What did you say? Did you say no? Can you prove? You, you can't say any of these things. Uh, in the normie world, in normie world, you can't ask questions. Even if you can't bring up her past sexual history, can't bring up her Instagram and so she's a skeezer. You can't even see, check her panties to see if she actually had sex with another man prior. And even if she did, you can't, they'll excuse it. Well, that doesn't mean. You're, guys, they got you by the balls if you get an allegation. That's why we tell you, avoid it. Avoid trying to get the allegations out there put on you by any means necessary. And the world, the normies are going to eat that shit up. All right. Um, uh, where are we at here? Daylight says, you guys got some long-ass PayPal, by the way. <laughs> All right. Coach, why are people still confused about the single motherism? It is the one factor, main factor, that destroyed the black community. And I agree wholeheartedly. That is the, uh, until you address that, there's nothing else to address. I've said that about the community a long time ago. And until that's being addressed, addressed, there's nothing to talk about in the community. There's nothing to talk about. I don't want to hear about the man, racism, white supremacy. I don't want to hear about slavery. I don't want to hear about none of that shit. Affirmative action. I don't want to hear about gangs and drugs. I don't want to hear about none of that shit. He says, even in the Bible, it says, oh, I can't read all of this, but he says, there shall be a confession. Wait, there should be a confusion also in many places. And the fire shall send one out again. That's why I can't read Bible quotes because I can't even read the context. But he says the reason why violence is so bad in the community is because of, he called it monstrous women. The Bible is more red pill and it's on a whole other level. Shout out to you. And if you were following, that's, I can't even pronounce that. I didn't even know that was a book. Okay. But thank you for sharing that. You can't have massive amount of, a single man. And I blame who you want to blame. You can blame Pookie. You can blame Tyrone and Chad and all them. And you can blame the women if you want. There needs to be a situation where you can't have 60, 70, 80% of single parents. And then the other side got 20 and 30. And then wonder why the other side has a is winning and you're losing. There's no way. So y'all better figure that shit out because I ain't going to figure it out for you. And I'm not the one to be out here trying to, you know, you can try to call me a hypocrite. I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not telling you to have kids and skeet in women and, and abandon them. And co-parenting is just as bad as single motherism. I don't want to hear about that bullshit. That's just you trying to think better of yourself as you destroy your kids. There's no such thing as co-parenting. <laughs> That's a myth. So single mother and co-parents go in the same category, even though sometimes I distinguish between a divorcee and a single mother. But in terms of destroying your kids, you're doing it too as a co-parent. <laughs> Anybody want to debate me on that? You, you guys are robbing your kids' future. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you making your ego feel good. I'm doing, I'm doing good by living my kids living luggage the rest of their lives. If co-parenting co really worked, you would keep the kids in one stable house and both of you, the parents, will come inside and outside the house every other week or every other weekend. I bet you y'all punk asses won't do it. You couldn't even do it for three weeks. I bet you you won't. 
<laughs> Somebody say you too, coach. Absolutely. But listen, women file the divorces 80% of the time. So most of the time they do these divorces and co-parents. It's the women initiating it. We can keep going around in circles blaming me, but you can't blame me because I was trying to keep the marriage. I was trying to save me. I didn't file for divorce. So that's the thing we keep saying. Well, you too. Yeah, but men are often put in the situation. That's the situation presented to them. They're the ones filing for the divorces. So blame the guy. You guys can blame men all you want. You guys need to start blaming women, period. They need to take accountability. If they don't and we just keep taking it, well, yeah, I'm a part of that too. No, 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 no. Most of us are put in that situation. We rarely choose that situation. We literally have a phrase that supports that. It's cheaper to keep her. I'll stay for the kids. We literally have phrases as men to support that we'll work through the bullshit to stay with our kids. I'm, are you? We got we to gotta stop the bullshit. People keep put, trying to put it back on us. We literally stay for our kids. That's a phrase that is associated with male behavior, not females. That means we'll put up with complete bullshit relationship just so we can see our kids every day. Huh? I don't know, man. And men will do that shit. They'll ride the couch for 12 years. Look, there's the ring game guy proves this. The ring game, when we, when we show you this, this is why I'm here to educate you. The ring game guy literally is that guy. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. That video says, the woman says, this man could be having a good life. And he's literally in the kitchen playing the ring game. <laughs> Why is he playing the ring game? He putting up with the bullshit just to keep the shit going so he don't lose his house and the kids. Period. Anyway. Somebody said, uh, Reynold, Reynold says, Coach, there's an interview with a 26-year-old black homeless chick. Is everything you say about the community for another show? All right, thank you for sharing that. Is it on the Atlanta Street interviews? Love that guy. Shout out to him. You see the Atlanta Street interviews. I'm going to check it real quick. I got to catch up. It is not the Atlanta Street interviews. It's another one, but uh, boy, I can't wait to see that straggle daggle. Straggle daggle doesn't mean black women either, guys. Don't don't start making that up. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. I'm trying to sign in the Venmo and they all oh, hell. Hold up for a second. Let me see if I can do this. They didn't change the damn sign in login screen. All right, we got super chats. We're ending up. And if you want to leave, go ahead and hit the like button. The Dark Saga says, men are at their best when faced with adversity. He says, this is why everyone is depressed. They don't have anything to fight for. I agree. Shout out to you. Thank you. Thank you for co-sponsoring. Yes. Wait a minute. Not that one. I agree. You guys have everything and nothing to look forward to. Nothing to look forward to. You just all trying to get rich. Sunny D says, coach, I never stayed the night at a Latino woman or with the Latino woman. And he says, and or a woman who grew up in a West African household that didn't make sure I had a nice home-cooked breakfast. Don't settle for less, fellas. Yep. Dinner's on me. Breakfast is on you, ladies. That's the rule. And if you don't want to do it, you can get the hell out. I really don't. 
I'm not lacking in opportunities to get a woman. I had a woman the other day. I was like, you need to take them socks off. And she was like, why? No, I can't. I didn't get a pet. This ain't no damn discussion. This wasn't a negotiation. This is the end of your night. You know what I mean? Socks off. I don't care what your toes look like. That's number one. Number two shows you broke, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Socks off. This is not a negotiation. What the fuck? Ladies, I'm not negotiating with y'all. I don't know what you think. And kids, I'm not negotiating with no damn kids. Why do y'all think I'm about to negotiate with y'all? I'm in, I'm in control. Look, look, I'm the man. Look, you might be like, where you're controlling. What I give you, what I give you demonstrates why you should be doing what I want you to do. This is how a real relationship works. I'm leveraging everything you're getting. Now, what I will do, and I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my kid, my parent, my, my wife, my girlfriend. What I will do is say, since we're negotiating, I will, at this point, stop giving you a goddamn thing. I ain't giving you nothing. So then you realize what you're about to lose and why you should, in fact, do what I'm telling you to do. I give you everything without question so that when it's time for me to say, this is what you need to do, you need to do it. <laughs> it's, not, it's pretty simple. Or I stop giving you what I was giving you and make you appreciate my absence. Right? You'll appreciate, not appreciate, you'll appreciate my presence or you'll suffer from my absence. That's exactly what you're going to do. Now you're going to see, as soon as I start taking shit away, you're going to see real fast. Ah, God damn. And you're going to be living with less. And I don't care who you are in my life. I don't care. Because if we're negotiating, sure, I'll take everything I provide off the table. If we want to negotiate. It's a very simple idea. But I'm not going to give, 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 give. And then you tell me what you ain't going to do. That ain't going to happen. If you're going to tell me what you ain't going to do, you're getting zero. And then we can go back and forth each and every day to determine if you should do what I need you to do and where my leverage is in the negotiation. <laughs> right? Pretty simple. Macaroni Tony, I'm super late, coach. He says, going to run my stadium stairs and then get started on gashers, followed up by uh, up and down, up downs. He says, ooh, I hate up downs. Quick question. Are you doing Monkey Simpanzee show for 2022? Yes. And there's going to be a place, I think on Locals, I'm going to put up an opportunity for you to nominate people for the 12 simps of Christmas. Faith, what do I call you, Faith? He says, coach, as a black woman, I hate them damn bonnets. It's called underwear. It's called underwear. It's not a bonnet. It's called underwear on your head. That's what you're wearing. He says, but when I see other black women out here in the streets with them on, I look at them with judgment. Sorry, not sorry. He says, there's too many things that you can put on your head besides them dirty bonnets. And I wouldn't even be friends with a chick. Absolutely. There's no way you're being in my presence. You come in with a bonnet. Coming in with draws on your head, there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it to present yourself. Now, that's not even just the black community. White people go to Walmart in pajamas. I mean, 
I wouldn't even walk my dog in pajamas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, all right, let me just, I just woke up. I got my pajamas on. I'm going to let me go outside. Let me throw in a jacket real quick and walk my dog. I won't even do that because I respect myself enough to present myself to the public a little bit better than that because I know what judgment is. And despite the fact that you think people shouldn't judge you, they do. And if you're doing this on a routinely basis, they're going to lose. You're going to lose credibility with them. But that's neither here or there. That's a personal judgment. But don't accept me to accept. Don't expect me to accept degrading yourself on a routinely basis. No, you're degrading yourself. And thus, I will judge you as such. And if you do it repeatedly, I will judge you as such repeatedly. You lost all credibility in my eyes. And you can't, You ain't never coming back from it. Never. Once you lose credibility in a the person there, you're never regaining it. So think about that as you go out there to try to let people accept mediocrity. And not only mediocrity, degradation. So anyway, degrade yourself if you will, but I'm not going to respect you. Period. That's my negotiation with you. <laughs> not only that, you cannot be trusted as a human being when you go out and degrade yourself routinely. With that being said, do what you want to do. <laughs> All right. I'm not stopping you from doing it, but don't expect me to respect you. Shout out to Travis. He says, I'm making a book of all of your triggering phases, laughing my ass off. That leads, they lead to a great rant. Some of the greatest have included. What's the solution, coach? Go to Rumble. I disagree. And who hurt you? Shout out to you for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they hate themselves and they want you to accept them when they hate themselves. I, I love people. They'll be like, well, I'm down. I'm depressed. I hate myself. I want to delete. I want to do this. But I'm supposed to. What am I supposed to do with you? I'm thinking if you hate yourself that bad. I want you to think about this. Why in the world would I put any emphasis in you? What am I supposed to do with you? Make you feel better? <laughs> I don't Look, you already down in the dumps. I got some other shit to worry about. I have no time for you. Trust me. I have no time. <laughs> oh, King Blue is in the building. King Blues, he says, always on point. Appreciate you. That is on Cash App. All right, Super Chats. We're going to get you, brothers. How about all you need is game as a triggering phrase? All you need is game, which says absolutely nothing. That, that phrase means nothing <laughs> because what is game? Anytime you do a phrase like that, all you need is this. All you need is love. Okay, define love. You're going to have 50 different definitions of love. 50. Okay, all you need is game. Okay, what is game? You're going to have 20 definitions of what game is. And then the ultimate, the ultimate trump card of a person pushing bullshit is the, oh, see, you really don't understand. That's the ultimate trump card of a people, person pushing bullshit. It's because when you come back at them and you be like, actually, this is my definition of game. Oh, see, you really don't understand. They do that in religion. They do that for black people. See, uh, you ain't black. You ain't, you don't understand. They do that for women. See, if you don't have a uterus, you can't do this. That's the ultimate trump card where they get the wriggle out of the bullshit. 
You don't have a uterus, no choice. You don't have a uterus, you don't understand. You don't have a uterus, you can't make the law. If you ain't black, you ain't understand. If you don't, if you ain't walking with Christ, you don't get it. If you don't believe in Sky Daddy, you just don't understand. If you don't believe in game, you don't understand. Yeah, bruh, shut up. Dude, I tell you, man, that is the dumbest respond back because it gets it prevents you from debating. It prevents you from debating. If you never had 200 sex partners, you don't understand. If you don't have it, you don't understand. No, 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 no. You're going to have to explain yourself, sir. And you're going to have to stick in this debate. <laughs> stick your ass in here. <laughs> it's a cop out. And that's why game coach, bring your ass on this channel. I'm going to tie your ass in the knot. Cause I'm not going to let you get away with that shit. Cause what they'll do is they'll put something on you. That's not true. Well, you see, you don't get women. So you don't understand. I'll be like, I'll show you plenty of women that I got. I got phones and pictures and videos, videos that the woman recorded. I got women. So if you think that's going, how you get out of there? Oh, he, you just can't get girls. Oh shit. Stand to the side. I'll bring out way more receipts than you without problem. You will see the nastiest done on video right here in my phone. All right, so I got one. I got them. So now what? <laughs> now, where's your receipts? Bring out them fat chicks that you be out here plowing. Because you ain't going to see fat chicks. You might see a couple. You're going to see nice, fit, feminine, in-shape women, suburban women, all of that. You're going to see them right there. You're going to see no straggle daggles. No girls from Memphis. There's no going to be no girls from Memphis in my videos. Now, now that we got that shit going, now what do you got to say? They tried that shit before. He, he just don't get girls and he ain't got game. Okay, bruh. <laughs> Goofballs. All right, shout out to JC. Meanwhile, you got a picture portfolio full of single moms and divorcees and fat women and trannies. Pictures with trannies. And there's several dating coaches that tried to come at my neck. And I got pictures of them with a questionable woman. And I got another one admitting that he got trannies. She's like, what? What are we talking about here, man? What are we talking about? <laughs> anyway. And with a full overweight Oompa Loompa play. I can't. <laughs> Where are we at? JC says, what's your take on doing six months of cut, uh, carnivore diet? That's going to take too long. Brooke says, I've been listening to CGA for over a year, and this week's streams have been far, by far, been the best. Join the CGA Locals gang if you want. And if you got to be a contributor over there, or you're not going to get the videos. Kim says, tell them, Coach, even in this challenging economy, I'm about to move to a job where I'm making $150,000 base, all because I followed your philosophy, free agent lifestyle. <laughs> all right. Kim says, Chiefs Kingdom, baby. Yeah, much love, Coach. Keep up the good work, brother. Dating at 30-plus, give it the buzzer. Mm. It's reprehensible. So I don't date. I'm too old to date. I'm, I'm too old to date. All right, I got too much to lose to date. Guys, here's another piece of advice. Never mess with a woman who doesn't have as much to lose as you do. When my next book comes out, all of this shit is going to be in there. Never date a woman or get into a relationship or marry a woman who doesn't have as much to lose as you do. Meaning she got to put some skin in the game. Now, if it's you want to boil it down to money, if you want to boil it down to money and you make a certain dollar amount and you want her to make a certain dollar amount, it doesn't work out that way. But she has to be able to lose something. 
She has to be able to lose something equivalent to what you make and vice versa. She can't just run off with a bag. She's going to have to lose something equivalent to what you would lose financially. When's the next book? I'm putting it together. I'm piecing it together. So, um, you know, I'm hoping to have it out mid-year, maybe at the end of 2023. But um, this one's going to be great. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be something that you invest. It's going to be stock full of stuff. All right. Java Cafe. Cafe? I can't pronounce that. Java. We're going to call you Java. Thanks, Coach, for what you do and for telling men the truth and your br brutal honesty. Love you. Honesty. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, most men won't even read this book, and it's going to be everything you need to know. I'm not hyping it up. I'm telling y'all, it's going to be some hardcore shit. It ain't going to be this old pansy ass walking, you know, walking, picking flowers. It's going to deal with fatherhood. It's going to deal with divorce. It's going to deal with dating, relationships, pay for play, skeezers, straggle daggles. I'm, I'm throwing everything in uh, money, making money, money mindset, blue chip mindset. Where not to waste your time. Strip club. We go, everything's going to be in there. Single motherism, divorcees. We going in. I'm going in. And it ain't going to be no hate on woman shit because you dudes going to get torn up in there too. It's going to go in there and trash the dating coaches industry. Going to trash them because they fought, they fraudulent. I don't know why people haven't called them out a long time ago. I'm the only one really going out, out there on it. It's fraudulent. It's, it's snake oil. Shit don't help you. Now, they do help in other aspects of dating coaches. So I will say some dating coaches do include helping men out. So they do help on that side. That withstanding this idea of game and all that shit, I'm going to tear that shit up. And I'm going to reveal that it's for low quality men. It's a strategy for men lacking severely in their lives, period. In every aspect of their lives, they're actually leveraging nothing but some sort of uh, mystical magic manipulation and, and, and uh, mind tricks and games to try to get what they want. Some succeed, most waste a whole bunch of time. You become less of a man, a shell of a man, a shadow of a man. You don't become the man you need to be. But we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Which dating coaches help? I don't talk about people here unless they pay me. I don't say no names. I don't endorse nobody. You know who's the one that I endorse? CGA. <laughs> That's who you need to listen to. Anyway, Henry Resilient. <laughs> he says, we raised our daughters on a... I don't even know how to say that. What is that? He says, we both vow our daughters would never be fat. He says, I see kids her same age three times her size is sad. Mm. Yeah, man. JC says, we got Brittany Grinder. They got the MF and John Wicks. Yeah, how do you say that word? Is it the fish diet? It's called the pest. Pest. I can't pronounce that. We're just going to call it the fish diet. Uh, shout out to JC. He says, we got Brittany Griner. They got John Wick. Bad deal. Blue Baggins says, he said, you're doing it again. He says, you're, he said, you're doing this again to that video. So, you know, this wasn't the first time. Then after this video, he got back with her and this ninja deserves everything he gets. So, again, I can't feel. Thank you, everybody. It's a uh, pescatarian. Appreciate that. I was going to say Presbyterian. Thank you, brothers, for the clarification. Somebody only eats Popeyes. But the guy, guys, we don't feel sorry for men here. 
you create the world that you get. So if you're dealing and arguing with women and women don't respect you and you're housing them, providing them, supporting them, or at least paying portions of that, I don't feel sorry for you. If you get back with women trying to make it work, I don't feel sorry for you. My opinion is if a woman shows her colors, leave her. The best way is the best power is to walk away. And don't think about the what if. That's, there's, there's how many billions of women on this planet? Four? Four billion? That just shows you don't have an abundance mindset. That shows you have a limited reach. It shows that you're willing to give power to somebody who changes hormonally every day of the month. I mean, I'm not going to do something stupid like that. I, I just can't do it. I mean, it's not a it's not a slight at women, but she could be having a bad day. Ladies, how many times have you done that? And shit went left. And then you have to reel it back in. Oh, I was just having a bad day and I really didn't mean it. And I didn't really say that. I didn't mean to call the police on you, but the damage is done. Roscoe Del Sol, Malcolm X would be proud of your channel. Then the guys always reciting history because you actually help men and help men build their lives and they that they desire and need. Yeah, as much as people want to call me Uncle Tom, I sound more like Malcolm X than anything. I know people don't understand that. And yes, he had white women too. So yes, we are all on. He has some white women too. And he has some white women after the fact too. So don't let, don't let them lie to y'all. I know y'all don't know about that, about your pro-blacks, but they love them some white women and they be having some white women every day they went out. Calling them devils and flatbacks and, and six o'clocks and cave, cave women and, and all of that stuff and talking about this and that. Oh, they love. Anyway, we're going on too long. So then Martin Luther King, he loved them some black. He loved them some white woman. He loved them some milk of magnesia. All right. Wayne Figgity says best thing is not to argue or ask for an explanation. Ghost mode. Nothing messes with a woman more than knowing she has no emotional effect on you. Keep your eyes on the future. No emotional effect. None. Soon as she start flipping out, just look at her. They'd be like, I ain't dealing with this shit. And they will say, I just want somebody to love me and hold me and hug me. I just want somebody to, or they might use your kids. Oh, they're obviously hurting. They just need somebody to love and hold it. Man, look, man, look, let me know when you're ready to act right. I ain't got no time for this shit. It's a basic part of humanity. Yes, the emo I don't say live without emotion, but we're not going to use it as manipulation. No, no, no. No, 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 no. We're not going to use it as manipulation where I got to just drop the whole, drop everything logical to come over to your shit. No. Where everything has balance. Meaning, we, I can't drop pursuing my goals. I can't stop supporting my family. I can't stop thinking and logically. I can't stop providing structure. I can't stop leading to deal with your emotional bullshit. I can't stop everything to come back to your muddy-ass playground because you can't get your shit together. That's an absolute no. I don't care who it is. That's going to be a no. I'm going to leave your ass where you sit. <laughs> I'm not dropping my shit to come back for you because you need help. I gave you help, but I can't do it. Acknowledge it, but I'm not letting somebody says acknowledge emotions, but don't let it be, don't be ruled by them. I ain't going to use that as the number one rule. Okay, let me handle the emotions only and nothing that makes sense. No, fuck all that. Look, look, I tell you guys, that is a weak spot. That is a term that is a means to manipulate you. Do not fall for that. You're going to ruin your life if you do that. 
You're going to kill your momentum if you do that. Shout out to Schedule P. Game coaches be like, they weren't hitting it right, of course. Mm. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Sheldon Ross. We're almost done. I'm sorry. He says, LOL, girl. He says, got to throw you five for the master splinter jokes. He says, I got me in the house screaming. Oh, man. Shout out to you. Thanks for the sniggling and laughing. KT King, please play the Biden Barrett's clip and show the accuser's picture. All right. We're kind of, I missed that opportunity. Bob says, does recording apply for college girl appointments? Yep. I've recorded audio of younger, you know, college age women that have come to my house. You know, that I didn't know. And it would seem like it was like this too, this too easy. <laughs> and so I have a thing, this which I've showed you, which the people get where I record audio, which is legal. So if you want to know, I position this somewhere behind my candle on my nightstand in between the candle and the lamp. Right there. You can use your phone as well, but most of the time you have your phone, so you don't have it set up. But I do this. All right. Now, once I get to be able to believe or trust where the direction of this is going, I, I don't have to record anymore because I do have text message exchange. I have what I need. Prior to that, I don't have what I need. Like, I don't have the text messages. I don't have the aftercare. I don't have the means of the consistency. I don't, I don't have any of that. <laughs> anyway, you guys think I play with life? Let me tell you something. I don't play with life and I don't play with people. I find people highly to be stupid, including myself. Yes. I don't think people are people you can trust. I find you guys as credible, trustworthy as a dangerous, loose animal that is hungry and thirsty. <laughs> all right. In my mind, I don't find you to be trustworthy at all. Human beings have done the, the most despicable things to each other and have lied and manipulated. I don't give anybody any ounce of trust. So with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, I protect myself when I have this life. When I have this life, I protect myself. I see, I see people doing stupid shit all the time. And then run around here acting like they make good decisions. I see these NPCs out here. No, no, no. I would never trust you as far as I can throw most Americans. And that is not that far. So I don't put any level of trust in people. You got to prove, 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 prove. And a lot of people are desperate. They're thirsty. They're hungry. They're starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. They're opportunists. Your rent's due, they're desperate financially. They'll do just about anything. Anyone will. Anyone. All right. Shout out to Pete Rose. Retracted his message, but he says, you hit, you hit home with this dream, coach. Continue what you do. Much love and happy holidays. Thank you, Pete Rose. Eli says, I'm here. If I'm here, I'm going to show my support. Thank you, Eli, in the building. He also says, the first one wasn't enough. For all the times I've been ninja watching, shout out to you on the dark side. We're going to end up with the other brothers here. I'm going to check it before I go. JC says, miss my super chat about two a days, coach. Um, He says, feel free to answer when appropriate. A little off topic. Oh, I've been thinking about starting two a days in weightlifting. Do you recommend it? And um, he says, what about the pros and cons of it? Two a days are a grind. I missed a couple of people are a grind, but I'll cover that in another show. Sterling says, sup, coach? Just letting you know, Spotify has shown me that I have over 45,000 minutes of CGA from last year on Spotify. Shout out to the playback gang in the building. That's why I make sure I get you guys the playback. 
All right. So there, I did miss them. All right. So I caught up to them and then I'll check the rest as we get up out of here. Appreciate y'all for a great week. And I will be showing up tonight since I missed last night and I missed it while taking an L in a variety of ways. It wasn't just the loss of the game, the transportation back and forth. Lord, I really sold out to take an L. We got, uh, we do got, I want to say two more on PayPal, no government name. When you say have bell money on Fridays, you remind me of my high school teacher who used to say, don't drink alcohol and park. Don't drink alcohol and park. That's how babies are made. It's funny. Shout out to you. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Have bell money. It's Friday. Holiday weekends. Have bell money. You don't have to do anything stupid. Somebody could do something stupid to you. Road rage. All right, somebody can be mad. Uh, AD Austin says every single day the Negro community gets worse, gets worse than the day before. I left it a long time ago, unfortunately. But there is no such thing as that community. There's no such thing. That is a that is a mental place that they put you in in order to control you, right? It's if you want to say the ghetto or the lower economic communities, then fine. Shout out to Nathaniel. He says for the asteroid fund, coach. I wish I had control. But there's no such thing as the black community, all right? There's no such thing. I mean, how's that? Where, where's the white community? Is there an Asian community? I'm sure people could come up with one. Where is it? Westminster, California? Garden Grove? Where is it? Is it in the down, down in the dumps? I mean, I don't know. It always seems in the same place. Martin Luther King Boulevard. What about the middle class people that move out to Ladera Heights and Baldwin Hills and shit? Where are they at? Are they part of the black community? Is it what? What is it? Is it a place, a noun, a person? What? What? What is it? Anyway, is it a place where we all gather? Is it a place we own, or we're just renting the space? I mean, like I, I don't get it. People keep using it, and they say you need to go back. Go back where? Like what? Hold up. Go back where? Where am I supposed to go back to? Wait a minute. Who are? Well, then eventually you'll say go back to where people are in death, dirt, and despair. Well, that ain't my house. Tell them to clean it up. Why am I supposed to go back and clean it up? Go back to where people are struggling. Why would I do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's my, again, if you're using that, that's how I process thought. Go back to Martin Luther King Boulevard. And that's actually a place I avoid on purpose. That's not the black community. That's a dangerous community. <laughs> All right, anyway, go back to your people. Why my people always in despair? I have people that are doing very well. I, I ain't going back. I'll go to see them. But why my people always got to be in the neighborhoods in Martin Luther King? That's where people that are destroying their lives be living at. Them ain't my people. <laughs> why my people always got to be in a trap house? I don't know them. Them your people. How? They're not. Shout out to Daniel says for the book fund release. This will be in the book as well. I This is my how I process thought, just so you know. And you can say I'm wrong or not. I give a damn. I'm trying to stay alive. I'm trying to stay alive. And them jive turkeys ain't down there ain't trying to keep me alive. Them people trying to kill me too. So I'm going to drive up in the 9-11. I don't care who lives there or what color they are. I really gives a damn, but I won't be there. And if I do, I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm not stopping. I'm not going to get gas in that neighborhood. 
All right. Van says, remember, I told you I was concerned about the girl I went Roski for a couple of months that she gave me something. Well, I dodged a bullet because uh, she contacted me today and told me she caught the itchy scratchy. He says, uh, be what monogamous? You're going to be monogamous from now on and not in a relationship. Will you do a stream tonight? Yep, I'll be back. He says, ain't no gas in the neighborhood. Yeah, man, I ain't going to stop getting no gas. I was in L.A. yesterday. I didn't bring the 911. I was in the truck. And I always make sure I do not have to stop and get gas in any of these places. All right. I don't get gas in no neighborhoods. I will make sure my gas got enough gas. All right. Anyway, and them ain't my people. I don't care why you keep calling it that, but them ain't my people. I know nobody in these areas. Those are not mine. All right. Shout out to the coach gang and them ain't my kids either. Them ain't my kids. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Peace. If he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing.